The average or the their age of what? I don't want to hear anything. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Spanish announce table. Fuck yeah. Hey. Spanish table. Sounds like you've said that before. Episode 70 goddamn two. 72. Here it is. Uh-huh. We're Again. recording it. <laughs> Again. Again. You want to feed him, uh, fill him in on the back? Yes, right? I will. So, Tuesday night is the night we record this wonderful. That was a good little sound yeah. bite. Is the night we record this wonderful podcast that wonderful. you enjoy. Uh, well, this studio uh, is just not good. It's not good. Yeah. And I understand that we record in a studio. That is broadcast around the world if you stream us online, right? If you stream Cumulus Broadcasting, 101 The Fox, whatever it is, you can hear it around the world. That's amazing. However, this equipment is barely relevant. Yeah. This is the most outdated. There's people that are doing a podcast from their basement of their mom's house. Middle America, middle class. Right. That probably has better equipment than us. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing with that. There is top-notch high-dollar equipment here, but it's so old that even though we have more dollars worth of equipment than that podcast, Mm -hmm. when it's old and it's breaking down, it becomes worse than if you just took that Mom's Basement podcast. Yeah, I could make a better thing from my basement with some of what I have Mm -hmm. if if I didn't want to do... The sound clips and the right. phone calls in and that yeah. kind of stuff. So anyhow, we're re-recording two segments, and it's not going to sound uh, fluid because one of the segments that didn't get picked up was we did tweet the table, tweet the table with heavy set, heavy set in studio, in studio, and heavy set, awesome guy. Yeah, I don't really agree with his booking all yeah. the time, <laughs> but meeting him, it was awesome. Yes. Uh, and for all the people who. Enjoyed his tweet about him meeting me and uh, shoving his truck in my ass. Mm-hmm. The first thing he said to me, well, well, first thing is I pull up to his truck and he flips me off. Right. I'm like, okay, well, know what I'm dealing with here. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's cold. And so he gets out of the truck and he's saying something to me. And my windows are up because it's cold here. Right. But I roll my window down. And he goes, I've got to drive this in your ass. <laughs> Said, Which is a big, it's a big rig. He's yeah, a yeah, truck driver. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so anyhow. Well, I, I don't want to do that right, right now. I don't want to do that Gotta right now. Got to finish the recording first. But, okay. <laughs> and so anyhow, we did uh, tweet the table with him. Uh, we talked off air, and we're going to just say it on air. One time only, because we owe it to him. Yes. We will, in the future, do a tweet the table with you, heavy set. We'll notify you this uh, before the yep. broad, or before the episode is aired. But we're gonna do a tweet the table via phone, or if he's back in Kansas City sometime, that way. But yep. we're gonna do it in the near future because we owe it to him because he didn't take time out of his day yep. to come here 
and then also park his truck in a Target, which I've seen where that Target is, and I don't know how he managed to get that truck yeah, in and know. out of there. Right, not easy. And uh, might have been easy for him. He's probably like pussies. Yeah, well, I, I'm not a good. <laughs> so driver, what happened so. here is I record all these in segments, record them in breaks, right? Mm-hmm. Segment one, segment two, segment three. I save each file. The next day I go to put them together and I start to play it to listen to make sure everything lines up right. And if you'll have listened to last episode, the final segment, all of a sudden kicks in and some bad audio happens. Well, that happened again. Well, that happened again over the entire show. I finally tweet my boss or text my boss. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, yeah, the sound card on that thing you know, isn't always good because I use a different program that takes control of it. So sometimes it just, you know, the sound card isn't available. Which then I don't know how the hell it routes any sound at all. I must use the basic window. Whatever. Sound like crap. So we have really to pissed me off because we had two interviews in this episode. But two we still them. have the two but interviews. We have them because I recorded them on a secondary location. Huh? Yeah. Huh? So let's get into tonight's show since we're uh, done uh, bitching about our hey. problems. So here we go. Tell them the big news. The big news. Next week, because of our guest tonight. 70 goddamn three. 73. Because of our guest tonight, which you'll hear a little bit later, the CEO and founder of Rasselruse.com. I love this website. And you're going to love the interview as well. Yes. Uh, but next week on Tweet the Table, Rasselruse, it's, it's going to be- offered. Right. It's going to be Rasselruse.com presents Tweet the Table, and me and Captain Awesome will pick the best Tweet the Table. Now, in doing so, here's kind of a guideline. It can be either positive, like- Oh my God, that was the greatest thing. I cried or whatever. Or it could be really like, man, that's worse. Yep. What we are not going to award is John Cena's a bitch. Yeah. Or that match was great. Don't be generic and don't be hateful. Yeah. Okay. What we're going to do is award it on cleverness. If it's if it's super funny, if it's poignant. Yeah. If it's if it insightful, think, something if of it's that some nature. some point where we're like, God damn, that was amazing. Right. right. So we're not saying it has to be funny. Doesn't no. it have to be super smart? Oh, it could be insightful, yeah. But that's what's likely to win is what we're saying. Right. Something that's just, something that makes it stand out from the crowd. Right. So that's what we're going to award on next week's show. That winner will get a three-pack of Rassle Ruse. Rassle Ruse! Again, from Jonathan Bowles, the CEO. Explain what Rassle Ruse is to anybody that doesn't Rassle know. Rassle Ruse, it's, uh, it's essentially underwear Pro wrestling themed. Yes. If you go to the site, he has Junkyard Dog, Rick It looks Flair. like the trunks of the wrestlers, especially like from the 80s. There's a whole bunch of Yeah, those. Macho Man. He's got some CM Punk ones. Yeah, he's got some themed ones. Yes. Like uh, he's got uh, he's got the whole world in his pants. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously, I do. Yeah. Uh, obviously <laughs> referencing the White family. Yes. So the winner will be awarded next week. The following week, we will hopefully deliver those to you, courtesy of Jonathan Bulls. So tonight... The two interviews that Captain Austin was talking about. We have the CEO and founder, again, of RassleRoos.com, Jonathan Bowles, and also... Also. Long-time contributor. Yeah, long-time contributor and an amazing, amazing interview and an even better person, Rob Schamberger. Rob Schamberger. He's going to share with us... And why do we have him on? Because he has a new DVD... That came out the day we actually recorded this interview. Right. The first interview he did about this DVD was with us. It's an amazing interview. Yes. We get into some great Kali. Dude, Rob is so great. Gilbert he, Godfrey. Yes. It's a really good interview. Rob gave us the first interview back from WrestleMania. Yep. Gave us the first interview on the day his DVD came out. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty important. Yeah. 
I will say he does name another podcast that he likes more than mm-hmm. ours, which, mm-hmm. you know what? It's not a wrestling podcast. It's not a wrestling podcast, so I'm not that hurt. Right. I cried a little inside. I, I didn't let him see my it. My stomach hurt a little bit after yep. he said it. Right. But because we're okay. there is no podcast better than ours. And that's how I feel. Yeah, right? Right. So, anyhow, that's the big news. Next week, use your best tweet the table. If you've never tweet the table, this is your time to start. Week if you want some underwear. Right. I know some of you need some underwear. Right. There's some holes in the ones you're wearing now. Come on. So, uh, with that being said, yeah. this week, because the segment that didn't get recorded was Tweet the Table, we're going to go short. Yeah, we're going to r- rapid fire. Captain Awesome yep. has family and another job he has to do. I'm lazy and I'd like to go to bed at a good time. So, we're going to cut that a little short. If we miss any good ones from this week, again, do it again and you have a chance to win yep. some Rassle Roos. Rassle Roos. So, the first segment, as it always, always is, is, it is, it is the motherfucking news. news. Yeah, but do they have a podcast? Not as good as ours. The power couple of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon continue their outward reach as they were both named editorial advisors to Muscle and Fitness and Shape magazines, respectively. In these roles, McMahon and Levesque, Levesque. Mm-hmm. Triple H, will consult with the editorial staff of Shape and Muscle and Fitness on print and online content pertaining to health and fitness. Uh, uh, as I understand, uh, A, uh, they have expertise in yeah. weightlifting. Yeah, they, they're kind of fit. Especially they're, Triple H, yeah, right? They, 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 they lift weights every once in a while. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Triple H was a bodybuilder before... He even got into the pro wrestling game. Even lift, bro. So I understand that. However, your product's not at the greatest it's ever been. So I kind of feel like maybe you should just focus in on your. Why don't you be an editorial advisor to your creative team, fuckhead? Yeah, Uh, that's what. That's exactly what I would say. Maybe not the fuckhead thing, but Uh, I would say I'd poke him in his big muscle chest. I'll say, look here. You should only be double H because that you don't you haven't earned that triple one yet. Bitch. So would we be Hunter Hurst? I don't or, know. Or Hunter Helmsley? I don't know. Well, you said you'd call him Just, Double H, so tell me what the H's are. I don't know. Helmsley Hurst? Has been Helmsley. It's a little harsh. No! He was in a WrestleMania match. No, I call him Big Nose. You are very mean tonight. Yeah. I'm still trying to be positive and patient. Oh, hey. man, if I would have recorded what we, we were talking about before off, before we started the show... Oh, you weren't so positive and patient there. Well, you know, I'm trying to set an example for our listeners. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What, what I say before we turn on the mics, uh-huh. I'm going to try. Didn't I say that? I'm going to try. Yeah. You, you ain't. You're taking, away, you're taking away H from Triple try. H. Yeah. Yeah. Taking anyhow, one and replacing it with another. Anyhow, I think it's a good move, but I don't think it was mm-hmm. well thought out because it kind of sends the message of, well, let's do everything else. Sends a message that... Uh, McMahon's are going to sell WWE, and they're just trying they're to position not. themselves. Vince for- McMahon <laughs> is a competitor. Well, maybe Mc- Vince McMahon won't. But what happens when? You think Stephanie's not a competitor? You don't think she'll don't- sell off? No, you don't. She's think- been selling off stock that- with still a controlling interest. Yeah, you don't think Triple H is a competitor? Yeah, maybe you they want to th- go compete on taking Muscle and Fitness Magazine to the next level. Calm. Down. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Sounds like the brawl for all 2014. 
I would be down for that. All these assholes yeah. think they can fight. During UFC 181, Phil Brooks, best known as CM Punk to the wrestling world, announced he signed a multi-fight deal with UFC, that is T-Mac's favorite sport. In a related note, Bellator has repeatedly been trying very hard to sign Alberto Rodriguez, best known as Alberto Del Rio, to wrestling fans to a fight contract as well. Rodriguez reportedly agreed to parts of WWE's no-compete clause of their contract release of, Del, of Alberto Del Rio. Uh, it is not known whether... MMA companies were part of that agreement. Uh, Del Rio makes sense. He has a background. He has a winning record. He fought in the second biggest organization at the time, uh, Pride Fighting Championships over in Japan. Yeah. I understand he's that. He's a little old, though, now? He is a little old. Yeah. Uh, I understand. No, he's not old, but he's a little old for fighting. For competing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and I understand that move for Bellator, and it adds legitimacy. They already have had Bobby Lashley. Yes. You know what I mean? The destroyer. So it makes sense. Both guys, and here's my point, both guys have a martial arts or competitive background. Yeah. Bobby Lashley. Actual fighting background. If Bobby Lashley doesn't stop a bank robbery in, I believe, 1998, he makes it as an uh, alternate in the Olympic wrestling games. Right. That's how fucking good he was. Yeah. So let's just set that aside. But he got injured in stopping a bank robbery. Right. And so then he so could. He's a goddamn hero. He was. He is. Seriously. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so he still has a background. Yeah. CM Punk. Okay. Still trying to stay positive. Phil pitch. Brooks. Phil Brooks. CM Punk. And I got to apologize. Is he gonna, Hold UF, on. Is he going to go? I'm going to I'm going to use UFC as a verb. Is he going to UFC as CM Punk? Well, that's actually a question that was asked uh, during the interview. I think it'll be Phil CM Punk Brooks. And I have to apologize. Hmm. Because I was wrong in the CM Punk uh, insults that I threw at him initially when he got that gig as the host of a rock and roll show. Right. Remember when I was yeah. like, can't, you can't shit on a company or you can't shit on an industry and then use all of its benefits to oh, still sure, make money. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can't, you can't say, say, I'm not wrestling anymore, but still call me by my wrestling name. Right. Right. After listening to that first podcast that he did with Colt Cabana, where uh-huh. even Colt brought it up, yep. he said, hey, I was CM Punk before... I was CM Punk. Yeah. And the example that came to my mind as soon as he said that is when I did a show here on Cumulus and at 810, I had a co-host named Ozone. Ozone. Ozone is Ozone. Yeah. No one calls him Justin. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's Ozone. Ozone. 24-7. 24-7. We don't I do that. I think he signs his checks Ozone. I wish he did. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right? Uh, but we don't do that show anymore. No, but he's still Ozone. But he's still Ozone. Everybody knows him as Ozone. So. Hey, listen. You got the T Mac moniker because of radio, right? But you're T Mac, exactly. Everywhere, right? I don't hear anybody call you Tom. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, and it's but like people that know you, yeah, it's T Mac. Hey, T Mac. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm going to apologize for the criticism right. that I gave CM Punk for saying can't be CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. So I apologize. That's about fine. That. Going back to this story though, yes. that was a side note. Yes. Going back to this story, UFC. <sighs> Okay, so here's the positive part of what this does. Mm -hmm. At least my hope. I see Cataclysmic. I see Katie First Lady. I see numerous other people tweeting, retweeting, watching things CM Punk is doing in the UFC. My hope. That's that's your favorite sport. It's my favorite organization. Oh. My favorite sport is MMA. Right. Katie and Cataclysmic and all the others. And Katie yeah. and Cataclysmic, the only reason I'm 
pointing out you two guys yeah, we first. We know they're huge CM Punk fans. And I see the most from you guys. Yeah. So it's not like I'm pointing they're you guys out. They're very active on right, Twitter. Right, yes. very. So just first off, always call it MMA. The organizations, UFC, the sports MMA. Anyhow, side note. My, my biggest hope for this, as far as the positive, is that these people that are watching CM Punk in UFC that have never seen it become a fan of a Robbie Lawler, become yeah, a fan okay, of you. a Carlos Condit, so you might, and then stick around right. because that's how I got into the sport. Right. I found out the sport because I got a Best of Ken Shamrock VHS uh-huh. at Blockbuster thinking I was going to see Ken Shamrock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock or whoever it was. Instead, I got him fighting mm-hmm. Royce Gracie and yeah. Patrick Smith and all okay. these other guys, right. and then... Boom, I'm hooked. Right, gotcha. So that's my hope okay. for CM Punk going. Now, I'm not behind this move at all. Yeah. At all. Because what you're doing is you're you're losing the integrity of your sport. If And I understand he's going to bring eyes and it's going to do like 4 million buys. Hey, I hope it does. Like I said, because I hope of the 4 million, and that's a hypothetical number that's way out there. Right. But of the 4 million, I hope a million stay and become lifelong UFC right, fans. Right, right. But what you're doing is, if sport is business, just make it a sideshow. All of them. Let's yeah. get Kevin Hart to play for the Cavs. Yeah. Let's get Brad Pitt to play for the Royals. Yeah. Let's get George Clooney to play for the Dolphins. Yeah. Who's playing for the Chiefs? Let's get uh, Let's get Denzel Washington. Yes. Yeah. We need a good corner. Yeah. I feel like he'd be a good corner. Is that racist? No. Why would it be I racist? Don't know. I'm just messing with you. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so. If sport is business, do that. Because what you're doing is you're losing the integrity of the sport. There's guys such as the Diaz brothers who legitimately have been fighting and being amazing at their craft for 10-plus years, and they won't make a third of what CM Punk will in his first fucking fight. And he's never fought before. Let's let's think about this. Remember CM Punk leaving the WWE? was pissed off that these part-timers get to come in, make the big check, and then they're gone. Perfect point. Now, and now what's he doing? Now he has stated that he is in this. He's he's sure. not right. Hundred percent. Of it's course. Kind, it's kind of like the well, mic. He's not going to say, yeah, "I'm just fucking going to show up that day and fucking." Right. He's not going to say that. Well, and but I honestly think he believes it. Sure, I think he's wanted to do this for a long time. And he's saying all the right things. Yeah. He really is. Every time I've seen an interview or anything, he's saying everything correctly. But kind of what he's doing also is exposing more facts of why he shouldn't be there. Oh. He's only sparred, he says, and I quote, a handful of times uh, live. Takes so much more. He man. says he hasn't gone frequent enough to his jiu-jitsu classes mm. to Henner Gracie, which Henner Gracie is not a fighter. That's, mm For everyone like, oh, he trains with Henner Gracie. So fucking what? Okay? Now, I'm going off on an MMA tangent. Henner Gracie is a celebrity who knows jiu-jitsu, He's never been punched in his fucking life. Mm. It, it, it's the old Mike Tyson saying. Right. Everyone has a game plan until you get punched in the face. Yes. And that's what I kind of think is going to happen to CM from, Punk. From uh, you hooking me up with some gigs to do some cage announcing mm-hmm. uh, uh, at at your... Uh, mm-hmm. KCFA. Yep. At, at some local sporting events here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some guys that I know mm-hmm. are professional fighters. You're right. They, they were in the show when I was running the board for you and Ozone doing that MMA show. Exactly. I know they train and they live it. That's their only job. They're every day they're training, focus on their fight, cutting weight, studying techniques, mm-hmm. talking to coaches, mm-hmm. dealing with trainers, mm-hmm. managers, making bookings for fights, 
they go in and get their ass kicked mm-hmm. because you you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, it's live and learn. You go in there and some guy was a little bit better prepared than you. Right. And CM Punk doesn't seem prepared for this at all. Even close to some of these guys. And I wouldn't be mad if he would have. UFC has good working relationships with minor league regional circuits. Right. If CM Punk and the UFC said, hey, Punk Punk wants to fight, but we're the number one organization. Yeah, we're not going to make a clown of ourselves. How about we do this? Let's bring him to, and I'm bringing up an organization that I hope other people know, and this even would be a joke, but let's say, let's take him to the World Series of Fighting. Yep, the Wasaf. <laughs> and if he does well there, mm-hmm. we'll bring him up to the UFC. Right. That's what they should have done. Yeah. Brock yeah, Lesnar. Brock Lesnar even had one you've fight before say, yeah, the UFC. You've got to say, we're not going to make a clown of ourselves. Right. Now, I do not blame CM Punk one bit. Not at all. If, of course not. Go, I, go do you, man. Right. And do a passion that you have. Yeah. He's writing for Marvel. Yep. Now he's doing this. He wants to see what he can do in the cage. Perfect. And I applaud him 100% for the guts it takes to say yes. You're right. But again, it, it would be like, I've played baseball, right? Played baseball in high school. Yeah. If the Royals called me and said, yeah. you want to pitch on opening day? I'm going to say yeah. yes. Yes, I do. The 30,000 people there are going to say, this guy's a fucking what idiot. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Why aren't you playing for the T-Bones right, yeah. down the street? The minor yeah, league yeah, team yeah, right. Kansas yes, City. Exactly. Uh, and that's my feelings. I don't like it for what it does to the sport. I applaud CM Punk for being courageous. I think he's way in over his mm-hmm. head. And now, that granted, they're going to find a bum for him to fight. You hope. You would think. They, they, don't want the, they made this big announcement, made a big deal out of it. They're not going to want that. To go and get his ass beat. You know what I mean? It's a win-win for whoever he fights. Yeah. They get some exposure if they lose. Get some exposure if you lose. And if you win, you're <laughs> yeah. the guy that kicks CM Punk's like, ass. You're like, welcome to the cage, bitch. Yep. And so, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't even know a commission that's See, going to... Yeah. I don't even know a commission that's going to allow it. And here's here's the thing he, about that, that, that too. doesn't even have amateur fights. Like, I say they're going to find him a bum, but... You would think UFC being the level it is in the MMA world, they shouldn't have bums in the UFC. That's why we're saying you he should be right. down fighting somewhere else right now. Exactly. Yeah. You should be doing a regional circuit, at least two fights. How about this? Somebody in his weight class, if they get a call right now, they're like, hey, uh, we want you to come up uh, and uh, UFC. You're like, man, maybe I suck. They're trying to put me in with Ian <laughs> Bunk right now. I would say you give me <laughs> you give me comparable pay to what he's getting, and I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'm gonna whip his ass. Yeah, but man, I'll be watching. I can't say that I'm not gonna any, watch him. Um, I, I don't know much about the MMA world. Mm-hmm. And with um, Dana White uh, and things like this, has there ever been any uh, uh, claims of impropriety there? Would he pay someone to take a dive? No, I've never heard that. Now in Pride, yes. Yeah, okay. At Pride, it was. He wasn't involved in that though, was he? No, no, no. no, no. He they bought that company, right, but right, he was right. never involved. Uh, Pride had some pro wrestlers that would uh, take some dives. It was known. They could sell. Yep. The the mafia, though, over there in Tokyo mm-hmm. was heavy into it. So yeah. even if you weren't a pro wrestler, you might get paid to take you, a dive. You, you might be get, getting paid to unwillingly go take right, a dive. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you can get paid to go take a dive or you can disappear. Right. You know what I mean? One of the two, yeah. And I don't think he's going to be the worst athlete. You had James Tony fight Randy Couture. Sure. And James Tony's a yeah. flat-footed. Now, well, yeah, he's no, a he's, former world champion look, boxer. There's but, athletic and then there's trained, skilled at what you do. And he's not even athletic. I can, take, I can take one of the best athletes in basketball was Michael Jordan. Yeah. 
put him in baseball. He sucks even on the minor league team. <laughs> right. Uh, right? But Punk, I don't even know if he's athletic. Well, there you go, too. You ever seen him throw a baseball? Yeah, no, yeah. It's yes. not good. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, he was never like, yeah, I mean, he wasn't rock hard abs. He wasn't, you know what I mean? Well, he toned wasn't even muscles. fluid. He was, yeah. Like, again, I, mm. oh, people are going to hate me for this, but I was always like, everybody's like, he's so great in the ring. I'm like, he can tell a great story in the ring. So he can wrestle a great match. But he wasn't, you know, all this like athletic prowess, like right. knows all this deep moveset mm-hmm. guy. He did a bunch of kicks and knee strikes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's my question to you. I'm going to watch, and I'm probably going to, I was probably going to watch that pay per view anyhow. Right. But you. I will do the same thing as if there was any other big name that I cared about. If it's feasible, I'm not having another conflicting thing on my schedule. I'm not going to go out of my way and like record this or watch it later on the internet. If it's happening, and I know it's happening. I'm trying to think of Saturday events. Because I believe he's going to be fighting around this time next year. It's not he's anytime soon. whole year. I feel like it's going to be close. And here's the other thing, and I apologize for keep going on because I'm going to contradict myself, but we haven't voiced our opinions. I'm almost already nauseated with the CM Punk coverage. Yeah. Yeah, he, he hasn't even trained yet. Sure. How about how about CM Punk signed and We'll talk about this when it comes to And we'll talk about it. it. So yep. that's kind of how I hope Has the, Joe Rogan chimed in on this? Yeah, Joe Rogan hates pro wrestling though. Yeah. So Has he chi- has he said anything or? Oh yeah, he's like, "Yeah, we'll see what happens." Uh, is that his way of saying, "All right, this is stupid?" Mm, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. Uh but Joe Rogan, who's anyhow, Joe Rogan's an athlete, he's a Taekwondo yeah. master. But anyhow, he's a side note. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't. I'm not yeah. a Joe Rogan fan. Yeah. I mean, I like him, but anyhow, he's just one of the more known known right, names. Right? Yeah, why yeah, I very asked, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very true. Um, but I'm I, I'm ready for a let's stop the CM Punk coverage. I'm hoping that pro wrestling sites, if he announces his training camp, don't go into this training camp. And Ten things you need to know about the training. Oh, God. Leave it be. So, but anyhow, yeah. back to my question. It'll be around this time next year. Yeah. Let's hypothetically say it's a Saturday. The oh, I'm gonna have it. Football national championship. I want to see. No, no, no. That's my uh, question. Oh, the football national championship and CM Punk's very first fight. What are you gonna watch? Well, that'll be in 2000. Uh, that'll be in January. So. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Let's just say it was then. then. Yeah. Well, if, uh, no, I'm gonna watch a football game before I watch CM Punk get his ass kicked. What if he doesn't? Well, then I'll me my. I, I might even if it happens and I don't watch it live, I will probably maybe pull it up because it'll probably be on WatchWrestling.tv and see how it, you know, see what it was like. But again, I don't have the depth of comparison to know if it's good or not. Even if he wins, I don't know was he fighting a bum mm-hmm. or or is he just a badass? Because I don't watch MMA enough to know. Oh man, if he tried to throw that punch against yeah, you know yeah. Mark Johnson or whatever somebody's name is, that he would have got his ass kicked and no, it would have been an arm bar and over with. You know, I don't know that stuff. Right. So interesting. Right. Follow me? Yep. Yep. Because right. even if I watch it and he beats this guy quick, I'll be like, the scene punk was pretty good. And you'd be like, he's a bum. I'll be like, what are you talking about? He fucking kicked right. me. And you'd be like, that guy sucks. And this guy. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know any of that. Yep. Yep. Let's just move on, huh? Hmm? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we already seen this about 619 times? Big Show versus John Cena. <laughs> WWE and Rey Mysterio Jr. Oh my goodness. Have reportedly come to terms that we'll see Mysterio return to WWE television soon. Mysterio had been seeking release from his WWE contract while WWE sought to extend that contract since Mysterio missed many, many months from injury. Mysterio was reportedly going to work for AAA and Lucha Underground before this deal was made. 
If he comes back as the hey, hey I don't care. I couldn't I care less. I hope. I, I'm sure we're He'll going to see turn. him. He'll turn. Well, I'm sure we're going to see him in the ring. I hope it's a one or two match, and I hope for the rest of the time it's a appearances. It's a. I hope he goes one last big feud. He turns heel. He does the this is my turf, not yours, with yeah. uh, the Lucha, uh, what's his name? Not Sin Cara. Callisto. Yep. What if he did a protege type thing with Callisto? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But then oh, they have to have a feud. Yeah. And then there's his match. There's his match. Because here's the thing. I was thinking, oh, what if he's a GM? But he always sucked on the mic, Ramis. Oh, yeah. He was bad. So he would be terrible backstage. Uh-huh. And then what's he going to wear that stupid mask during all the those entire segments? Time, wear a suit and a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like our Instagram. Yeah. Hashtag tweet the table yeah. if you don't follow it. Uh, it's I'm just nothing about Rey Mysterio coming back. Not anymore. Excites me at all. Not anymore. Ten it years ago it did, but not now. Ten years ago it did. Ugh. Man, he he could go. Uh, he could now, go. Now he's a shell of his athletic. Every match is the same. Mm-hmm. Every promo is the same. Mm-hmm. The only times I was ever interested in Rey Mysterio, it's your same Triple H theory. It was Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. It was... Rey Mysterio, Kurt and Angle, Chris Moss, yeah, yeah, Kurt Angles. I was more interested. The other guy is what made it more interesting. Mm-hmm. I was always just, up. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yep, I would agree in the sense of he added to the match, the match, but absolutely. the storyline yeah, is those people, whoever the other guy is. Again, yeah, he's also one of those that he was so athletic and so gifted that you had to have him in there with somebody that could handle that, right, and could do a good match with that. Yeah, because if you would have put him in there with somebody. It isn't. The match isn't as great. Right. Although, remember. Like Rey Mysterio Big Show, like. Well. You can tell a great story, but. Remember when uh, Big Show uh, took him and uh, Rey Mysterio was on the uh, stretcher and swung him like a baseball (laughs) bat? Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, Kevin Nash darted him into the Yeah. Yeah. He he told both guys to do it, which I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I want to see him as a heel turn, give a rub to the future, and I think the future, as far as for his demographic and his kind of style, yep. is Callisto. Cal- yep. Am Callisto. I saying that? Callisto. Callisto. Callisto with the you, Lucha. They need to sign Prince Puma, make him the guy, their Mexican guy. I think they already got it, though, with Callisto. Yeah, I don't, we haven't heard anything from Callisto. We haven't heard anything yeah, from what, <laughs> what have you ever heard from Prince Puma? That you know? guy could fucking yeah. he could talk and be like, Hey, I'm Prince Puma. All right. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Rey Mysterio, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. A ginger in a Georgia jail. Sounds like. Never mind. What? <laughs> I was what? not going to say it. What? Nope. A, the devil. Side note. A friend of mine Facebooked this, and it's something that I always had in the back of my mind. He said, I was listening to The Devil Went Down to Georgia today, right? You know the song? Mm. He goes, is it just me or does everybody like the devil's version better? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yes, it was way better. The golden fiddle's a fraud. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't care. A ginger in a Georgia jail, T-Mac. What about Police it? in Atlanta, Georgia issue an arrest warrant for Heath Miller, best known as Heath Slater. Slater Gator. Slater Gator. For an alleged assault reported to have happened in 2011 at a WrestleMania 27 after party, in which a female security guard claims Miller choked her after she declined his advances. I don't, I mean, hey. She didn't want to see the Wendy's guy's biggie size. Right. And I understand when it's like, 
hey, I get what I want, and if you're not going to give me something, I'm just going to take it like a child. Because when you've been gifted athlete, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. You've been coddled. Yep. And yeah, I I'm sure he was like a, a high school football star. Right. Or I think yeah. he was a Golden Gloves boxing was champion. He? Okay, yeah. Which, right, hey, there you go. UFC. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, and so I kind of almost, if, if he's drunk, I could see him doing that. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like he would do this, though. Well, the claim is that, like, she says several wrestlers walked by and saw him choking her and just walked by, and I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, because two reasons. One, I bet you they didn't care. If if this is true, I bet you, one, they didn't care that he was choking her. Okay. That What they cared about was, don't give us a bad Oh, yeah, name. yeah, they don't give two shits about that one, but <laughs> right. it's like, yo, 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 bro, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we, whoa. Don't, we don't need this press whoa. right now. there's plenty of other slots out there, right. guy. Come on. Exactly. That's what they'd say. Yeah, probably. And now, right. again, I'm stere- sure. being stereotypical. And that's not necessary. Somebody might One- I can see one or two walk by and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Not my, my problem. Not my problem. That's what we classify under SEFP. What's that mean? Someone else's fucking problem. Exactly. Come on. That's SEFP status. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. You can use that one. Uh-huh. Tell people at work. Trade hey, that's market. SEFP. They'll be like, what is that? Someone else's fucking problem. Right. All right? Now, several? Come on. Yeah. Nobody even was like, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Heath, knock it off. Yeah. The, the other two members of... MB isn't stopping yeah. them. M and B yeah, didn't M- go in there. <laughs> M and B didn't go in there. Well, they're not there. <laughs> well, when did this happen? Neither of them. Oh, yeah, this was 2011. Yeah, yeah so yeah, they, they what, definitely yeah, were there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hornswoggle didn't come up and punch him in the dick. Right, yeah. Were you at Hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. You could have stopped this. Where's this Kali? Is a, the blood is on your hands, Hornswoggle. Where's Kali? The blood is on his hands. You know what Kali probably said? <laughs> and this is foreshadowing. Uh, your your shits. Uh, that joke will be funnier once you get to the Rob Schaefer no, this, interview. The blood is on Hornswoggle's hand. Judge, no. send him off. But it just because of everything I've seen of Heath Slater, and again, that's mm-hmm. not much, but everything I have mm-hmm. seen, it just doesn't seem like he would be this type of guy. Another quick. I have news. a hard time. Another quick news before we roll out. Roll out. Roll out and get into the Rob Schamberger interview. Mm-hmm. Some news that happened today after we re-record. After, you it's know, a Thursday. Corey Graves. Corey Graves, what about him? Had to retire from wrestling mm-hmm. and is now a full-time NXT announcing staff. He, and I told you this off air, and uh-huh. I'll say this again. This is why I wanted to yeah. bring it up. Yeah. He is the reason why you don't have to have every fucking guy go through NXT. Thank because you. what he's going to be is the story of a guy that was pretty good, but no one will know him yeah. in the masses. That's some potential we have no idea. Now, unless he go. takes off as a broadcaster, hey, maybe that's how we yeah. become to know him. But as a wrestler, he was well, decent, but because he wasted time think, in yeah. NXT. I definitely think with that character... That character was a finished product. Yep. Yeah. Now, what I don't know is if they said, okay, we like what you're doing, but we want a little bit more, and he can never come up with something. Right. Now, That's what I don't know. But yeah. it seemed like, hey, this guy's spinning his wheels and wasting time down here, especially after Punk leaves. Yeah. That's our guy. Yep. Should have been. Some of those Punk fanboys will love this guy. And Yeah. The Punk rock tattoos. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alternative. Wrong side of the tracks. Right. Yeah. That is him. Yes. Or well, that was him. That was him. And I just hate that because now you fear, and again, I'm, I'm- – uh, forecasting yeah. things have yet to happen, but I imagine it will. Let's just say Kenta or Hideo Tommy. Yep. He rips his ACL. Done. Now you don't fucking get him on yep. Raw? Finn Baylor. Yeah, Finn Baylor. Some guys don't need yep. to go through this system. Blows out his knee. And here's what sucks is, so now I'm, hypothetical situation, I'm Mark Johnson. I'm going to keep using that name. Going through NXT, right? So they say, hey, can't use Mark Johnson. We're going to make you... Uh, 
Steve McJohnson. All right? You're Steve McJohnson now. I'm like, okay, well, that's fucking stupid. Okay. And then they're like, okay, you got to work your ass off and show the world that you're something great, and we'll move you up to the thing. There's the heart, the rock and hard place. I got to show my ass off, right? Become a fucking megastar down here, so they'll send me up here. But I can't do it too much because what happens if I go too hard and I fucking blow myself out, mm-hmm. blow out my knee, get too many concussions, and now I'm fucked and I never made it to the thing. So what's the happy medium for these guys? And is that really what the product we want to be putting out on NXT? The guys trying to find the medium to, I don't want to give him everything, but I got to give him something. Yeah. Like guys like Kevin Steen or I guess Kevin Owens. Yeah. Waste of time down there. You know where he needs to go. You know exactly. Yeah. Look, I understand if you want to send people to the performance center to learn the style, the WWE style. They can do that without cameras rolling. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And you know what you have in Kevin Steen. You know what you have. You've seen the tapes. It's bullshit that you act like, oh, I've never, years. I've never heard or seen yeah. this guy. i got to get him in here and see what he can do. Bullshit. Yeah, 14 years, you know what he can do. And how many people on your regular fucking roster have already wrestled with this guy anyway? Exactly. Come on. Yeah. It's NXT should be used for guys like Baron Corbin. Yes. For, uh... Or just somebody that doesn't have a gimmick or, or personality right. already. Yeah. The Even somebody villains. that you picked up. It's for yeah. those guys. Yes. That's what, now, I love NXT. I told you this. Absolutely. I still think yes. Heavy Set brought up this point in Tweet the Table uh-huh. that wasn't recorded properly because of that studio that I can see, which I might burn down, but that's a side note. He brought up that NXT is the uh, like the backup quarterback. He said they're the backup quarterback and of wrestling. And for Cataclysmic, if you don't understand that reference, uh, when your team's struggling, American football team is struggling, yeah. the backup quarterback it's, will save the day. It's often said, especially in college, that the most popular guy on campus is the backup quarterback because everybody thinks the regular quarterback sucks. If they just give the backup guy a chance, there's a reason he's the backup. Right. Okay. Now, I totally but, disagree with that point because yes. what I feel is they're doing pro wrestling right. They show an hour. One hour. And it's once a week. Yep. And there's like 20 guys on the roster. Yep. And there's three pay-per-views a year. Right. Four, maybe. I think that's how wrestling should be done. Yeah. And we talked about this, and we'll even bring up the UFC and other sports Mm -hmm. because that's the closest thing you can bring up to it, even though it's not a real sport. Yep. It's like a Tootsie Roll, right? Yes. One Tootsie Roll a day. It's great. Yes. A bag every day. Too much. Now you have a heart attack, and you're going to. And you don't like it. Yeah, be a diabetic. Second day, you're like, Tootsie Rolls kind of suck. Right. Too much sugar. Yeah. And it's like the UFC. UFC, when it became popular, they were doing one event a month mm-hmm. yep. on pay-per-view yep. and then six events on live TV. Mm-hmm. They now, lost They lost 30% of their revenue, all of their revenue from last year. You know why? Every day there's a UFC. I'm a huge UFC fan, and it's still hard for me to follow the sport because I never know who's fighting. The sport of UFC. It's a shame what they did to that sport. I'm going to. You just had it. Stop it. All right, let's get out of here. We're going to take a break. We are going to play you the interview of Rob Schamberger. And following the Rob Schamberger interview, big, big news on Rob Schamberger, the DVD. True Giants. True Giants. He painted all the, all the Giants, and they interviewed him on the DVD. Come on. A guy we know and on a WWE well. DVD. I've watched it. He did yes. great yeah. on everything. I haven't watched it yet. It's awesome. I'm going to see it. Yes. Now, after that, Rassel Ruse. With Jonathan Bowles. Jonathan Bowles. Which, if Jonathan, I, Jonathan, I hope you listen to all the show, and I'm going to give you a, a a fighter nickname. I thought of this after we did the interview. Yeah. If you ever, or even if you became a pro wrestler, mm-hmm. 
I think your uh, name should be Jonathan Smoking Bowls. Smoking Bowls. Like smoking with a N apostrophe. Yeah, not like G. Joe. Uh, yeah, Can't smoking, have the G. That's not cool. Right, like Smoking Joe Frazier. Yeah, Jonathan Smoking Bowls. Yep, that's what yeah, I think it should be. Of Rasselroos. <laughs> then after that, we'll come back and we'll do our re-recorded Tweet the Table. Yep. And then we'll play the emails that were recorded already. So, again, we where might we mention, reference, Yeah, where yeah. we reference Heavy Set, who yeah. was there, but you won't hear yeah. him. So, just forgive us. Very sorry about the mismatch. We're never going back to that studio again. Two I weeks in a row, it. it screwed us. I didn't want to go in there. Well, for the quick thing, we you come had in. To, you had to drag me in there. We came in <laughs> last week, and this microphone that I'm speaking to you right now didn't work. No sound coming through. Cord was broken. I can't fix the cord. Engineering has to do that because it actually wraps around and goes under table, plugs into sound boards. So I said, well, we got two mics that are still good, me and you. Then I remembered, Rob Schamberger's coming in the studio. We need a third mic. Got to move to another studio. Go to the one next door. Only two mics in there. So we got to go back to the other studio. But should be fine, right? Wrong. Oh, how wrong we were. So now we're here trying to fix it for you because we're not going to give you a shitty product. Just not what we're going to do. I don't attach my name to shit. And we promise you we're never going back to that studio. I'll burn that fucking thing burn to the ground. Burn it to the goddamn ground. Anyway, we'll come back from break with Rob Schamberger live in the studio when we record it live to tape. Yep. On the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And an autosexual is someone who's sexually attracted to themselves. Hmm. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, guess what new shirt I have? What's that? I've got the new Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. That shirt is yes. awesome. Yes. 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 yes! And guess where I got it? You got it from Kmart. I did not get oh. it from Kmart. I got it online at www.shop.com. Oh, hey, I know something about www.shop.com. What do you know about it? I know that the Spanish announce table are now affiliate members of www.shop.com. We official! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And you know what that means to the average listener of the Spanish announce table? What does that mean to them? That means that when they go to purchase something from www.shop.com, which, let's face it, they're very likely to do. Come on! We know that you guys want the newest Bray Wyatt shirts. We know that you want the newest Daniel Bryan merchandise. Even for you weirdos, we know you want the John Cena stuff. Pink armbands. Right. So, guess what? You can get all that stuff, all for the same price you're normally going to pay. Same low price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site we get a little kickback and guess what we like that gives us some money help support this show which we know you like it's very simple you go to spanishannouncetable.net they one of the first banners is literally this wweshop.com banner ad and it tells you the code to use you click through it that lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah them, and hey, then we'll get a kickback you want in sales. them to know about us Go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time. And this merchandise is not something you get at a fair. No. This is WWE shop material. This is thick quality shirts. Authentic. 
authentic caps. You can get replica belts. Anything you could buy from the WWE, you can get on WWEshop.com. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the Spanish announce table. Doesn't get any better than that, T-Mac. It does not. So go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click the link for the WWE shop. You go there. You get whatever merchandise you already are going to get. And then we get that kickback. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, fuck yeah, T-Mac. If you hear this music, there's only one reason why. There is only one reason. Hi, I'm Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> we finally got we him! Got him. <laughs> the gold standard is here. We, we decided to tell him that it's no longer his music. Right. Well, he's not with the company, it's our good and friend, our guess is... It's our good friend, Rob Schamberg. Yes. Rob, how are you, man? Doing good, doing good. Man, so, you are... Insanely busy, it seems like right now. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah. Because right now, we're as most people who listen to this long enough, we record on a Tuesday. Yep. Typically, Tuesdays are uh, big days for releases of DVDs and music. Ah, DVDs. And DVDs in particular because a DVD that you're actually featured on was released today. Give us a little information about that. That is WWE's True Giants. Okay. Uh, True Giants. Yeah. Uh, not true giants of art, not which f- would be yeah, all about right. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it should be a one-chapter book on Rob Schambringer. <laughs> it's uh, counting down the top 20 giants in wrestling history. And uh, see, it was back in May or June. They reached out to me to see if I would paint each one of them. Mm-hmm. Several I'd already done, uh, like our pal, the great Kali. <laughs> ah. <laughs> when I think of the greatest of anything, the Kali comes up on on that list on uh, none of the them. greatest of anything i, I if you think, tell me the greatest you know the greatest unicorn riders great collie is certainly one of those the greatest wrestler to kill two wrestlers great collie great collie <laughs> you know <laughs> when i was backstage in topeka collie was there uh-huh. and he yes. was just walking around with like an like 80s 90s style walkman <laughs> And 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 then like the like, tape Walkman, yeah. Like the, oh, awesome! And then I go back into uh, <laughs> that's like top of the line where he's from. And <laughs> I go back in the room, and he's just like where all the the producers and merch guys mm-hmm. are, and he's just laying on the floor listening to his Walkman. I have no idea like, what he's. Listening it's got to be Macarena. Yeah, is what I envision. And or see Tupac. Like in the, yeah, yeah, probably Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. yeah. Are you still down, album? Yeah. <laughs> and and I guess now that he's no longer with the company, and mm. Jericho has put the story out there. Yes. We can get into some yeah. Kali yes. dirt. Let's you've get told, into you've it. Us, true Giants. You've told us pieces of this story. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, the, there's two such stories. The the public <sighs> one is with uh, Big Show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where they, you know, uh, legendarily had giant heat between each other yeah you know because uh both of them saw the other guy as that's my role right yeah right and one time during a match big what? show just that's the big dumb oaf role yeah it's clear that <laughs> up, right yeah <laughs> big show just couldn't take Kali uh doing his moves and his move set and everything cause, his you know, like, deep every, move set right yeah every you know there cause there's so much variety for what giants do yeah mm-hmm. but uh a lot know, of technical maneuvers hurricane rana they get into the, the locker room, and Big Show gets up in Kali's face saying, stop stealing my moves. And Kali, in his uh, barely, barely able to speak sure, English yeah. ability, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just parrots back, oh, stop stealing my <laughs> yeah, moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
Sorry, I stole the overhand chop, Kali. <laughs> what what else could I? <laughs> and Big Show's like, you're the shits. And Kali's like, you're the shits. <laughs> I just want, that's all I hear now when I think of the great Kali. I you're you see the shits. <laughs> and uh, Big Show went to do his knockout punch because he, you know, trained for boxing yeah. and everything. And, you know, no matter what, a guy that big punches you, it's oh, going down. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would. Except uh, Big Show had already started unlacing his boots and tripped over his own boots <laughs> and fell into Kali. <laughs> and it turned into two giants rolling around on the floor in a slap fight. Oh my I've God. heard this from multiple people yeah. that right. witnessed it. That's right. so, so great. This is what happened. Big sissy fight between the two biggest guys. To ever the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then what's the other one? That did not make it on the DVD. On the <laughs> no, yeah. 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 That's yeah. in the extras, you know. Or that, that'll be on the network once it goes to the, this, yeah. goes to the network. That's, that's right. That, yeah, that'll be, be when, when you have your Stone Cold interview on the network, <laughs> right. you can tell that story. The, well, we broke it here first right. the Spanish announcement. The other one I heard was yeah. with the then Alberto Del Rio, now the AAA Lucha Libre mm. Alberto El Patron. El Patron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that always makes me want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> What uh, doesn't? <laughs> Kali accidentally crotched Del Rio, Oof. and Del ah. Rio just got fed up. Got him right in the Del Rios. And, and started yelling at him, and in the ring, this was at a house show, you know, saying, you're the shits. Yeah. You're <laughs> the shits. Actually, Tim, let's do it back and forth here. I'll, say, I'll do okay. Del Rio. And, okay, yeah. Okay. All right. You're the shits. You're the shits. <laughs> You're the worst wrestler ever. Well, you're the worst wrestler ever. <laughs> By working here, you're stealing from the company. Well, you're stealing. <laughs> you're the shit. I love it. I love it, man. I want it like I want to get the call in here and just call him yeah, that. Yeah. That yeah. felt like I was there. Yeah. I mean, that was great. That was actual audio right. stolen from the security I was, cameras. I was so compelled from what I was hearing, I was legitimately about to break up a fight. I thought I was there. I well, want to get Collie okay. in here so, just so to T Mac now you're gonna be Collie. Okay. Okay. So Del Rio and Collie, they finish the match, they're mm-hmm. both professionals, but then they get backstage and they continue to yell at each other. And the refs and the agents actually have to like get mm-hmm. in between them. And Joey break them Mercury's up. breaking it up. Right. Yeah. yeah, they call in the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Dean Malenko. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, Del Rio yelling, "I'm gonna kick your ass! I'm gonna kick your ass! <laughs> You're the shits! You're the shits!" And this is how it went. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. I almost want Collie to come back That's what, like, <laughs> so that there no, can be more I, stories I want to book him for an interview, so all I can do is be like, Collie, I heard you're the shits. Oh, you're the shit. And the legend I recently heard is that Collie's whole not being able to wrestle thing was a giant work. Oh, Jesus. What do you mean? Like, he could run, run the ropes. He can do front flips. That guy could barely walk down the cat the catwalk the, the yeah. legend is oh. that uh india was paying a good chunk of his contract mm-hmm. so he, he could do a good job or a bad job right he's still right. making money right so he just would go out kind of stroll on down oh man he do did. a chop do a bollywood dance yeah. and i don't know he did kill two people if in three months seriously he has like a five-star match 
I would be like, what the fuck? If I was WWE. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, hoping. Yeah. yeah that that's would, what I'm hoping yeah. happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see, like, a oh, Hurricane Rana. Right. <laughs> or he just does three, like, deep arm drags to start the match and then pops back up. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? He's going to debut yeah. on Lucha Underground right, yeah. and, like, show up Johnny Mundo right. on everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> him, him and Zeke are just going to be this big tag team yeah. that run through everyone. And yeah, it'll be <laughs> Tig Rick and, and, the, and Killer Collie. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man! <laughs> God. That, so anyway, I've got a DVD. Yeah, you got, got a DVD. <laughs> Here's the question I wanted to ask you yeah. about this because I have yet I got the copy, but I've yet to open it up and uh, view it. But uh-huh. I did see some pictures you posted. You actually have an interview in there. Yeah. How did that come about? That was part of the whole deal. You know, they asked me to to come down and do these you know do these paintings, and then they brought me out to Chicago for payback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. did an interview with me backstage. How surreal was that? I mean, to be like, all right, I'm being interviewed yeah. by the WWE in something that will be Forever. on a WWE yeah. DVD. It's going to be on the and network. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. network. It was fun. It was fun. It was uh, Batista's last match that oh. night. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I don't. I might get in trouble for telling this story, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yes. You can tell us how big Batista's dick is. <laughs> It's enormous. <laughs> ginormous. I knew it. I knew Myth it. busted. Myth busted. It's like a baby arm. He's <laughs> got a third anaconda. Yeah. Um, no, uh, we were supposed to be at the arena at four mm-hmm. to go in and, and do the interview, Katie and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get a call. We're at the hotel at about three saying, hey, are you close to the arena? And I'm like, well, I'm I'm at the hotel. I can be there within half an hour because of Chicago traffic. Right, of course. And yeah. and they're like, yes. As soon as you get here, that that'd be great. We're about to lose the room for the interview. Oh. And I, I I've been back there. I know how crazy right, stuff of gets. Course. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. Uh, so you know, like we call an Uber car and and get there as soon as we can. And uh, as soon as I get there, you know, I call them. I'm like, hey, I'm here. And they let me in. They're like, yeah, we're gonna hang out in catering because the room's not ready yet. No. <laughs> of course. And I'm yeah. like, whatever, but I had Thanks. to I had to get my makeup done and stuff mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. That's a thing. And uh <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> I got my D shine on or anti shine or right. whatever it's called. And yeah. and uh so like finally I get from one of the guys what happened was Batista decided that room was now his dressing room. <laughs> he kicked everyone out. And they had to like go like you know, tell him like, Hey Batista, um, Rob Schamberger's here for his yeah. room. <laughs> Look, I know you need a place to fuck Melina, but what I need right, yeah. is we have an interview with Rob Schamberger. Good God. <laughs> uh, but when when I briefly walked by him, he was a very nice guy, but I guess he just felt that, you know. He needed a Dave room. He needed a Dave room. Yeah. Well, it was his last match. Maybe he had right. mentally had to prepare. Who knows? Yeah, he, but well, he had, he had to, to practice his wave. He, well, that so was the next figured, night. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know I mean? he, had, he had all that blue spray paint for his gear. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess. I guess it takes. Yeah. You need a lot of room to get on the skinny jeans, and so he needs space. <laughs> Jesus, is that not the truth? Good God! <laughs> Somebody <laughs> had to paint the jeans on him. Yeah. Because <laughs> those jeans are. Him and Seth Rollins. We, we interviewed Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. There, oh, yeah. there is at one time, because you know when you, obviously you've done this thousands of times, but when you meet a wrestler, it's like, hey, cool. It's fill in the name of yeah, whoever yeah. this wrestler is. That's pretty Kali, awesome. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. well <laughs> when we met him, like we're like, oh, awesome. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. But like within a minute after that kind of like fades away, like we were both looking at each other like, Jesus Christ, this guy's jeans are like painted he had on. To, he it had was... to stop to take a piss real quick. Now, we're already 
the lady's pissed off because they've got to get to a TV interview. Right. And right. She's being nice and granted because she's been through a couple times. And and uh, he's like, let me take a, a quick leak real quick, right? So we're thinking, all right, pop right in. The urinals are right there by the door. Nope. <laughs> uh, and then I, I really, he took like literally five minutes. Like Dean Ambrose sitting there trying to make small talk. With yeah, us at we're this just point. like, oh, you know, yeah. like, we're like, oh, so uh, when you guys get in, yeah, two mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't fucking know you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> Seth Rollins finally comes out, and then I see his. Tight ass game. I said, oh, that was the problem. It probably took him five minutes to get his pants down. Right, yeah. Like, Jesus. Jesus. Anyway. So anyhow, we yeah. digress from You got that. a DVD. DVD. <laughs> so it counts down the top 20. What I want to know is, uh, if you know, how did the list come about? Or is there any details about the list, I guess? I mean, I know, obviously, we're going to have to get the DVD to find out. But how do you know if any one contributed to the list, I guess? I have no idea. No idea. No. You were given a, a list. You, yeah, yeah. We're, you were just yeah. given a list and saying, yeah, because yeah, certainly you didn't name Kali as one of the twenty. <laughs> I would have, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> just for you're the shit. Yeah, you're I'm the hoping. Shit. I'm hoping when like his contract was up and they were like, okay, okay, we're gonna do this, Tim. It's your turn. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I wish you the best in your future endeavors. Uh, your best future endeavors. <laughs> endeavors. <laughs> You do this better than me because you even have the look. Your endeavors, future. What? Uh, I would love, like, yeah, just get uh, Kali and Scott Steiner and the Sheik mm -hmm. and Bob Backlund to be, like, on the panel for the next pay-per-view. Yeah. That's what I want. Actually, I want them to do commentary. I for like a B-rate pay-per-view. Sheik <laughs> and Kali would have a great conversation. Oh, God, that would be amazing. Backlund's pretty oh, fun, too. Oh, he yeah. Was, he was set up f- next to me at Access. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and putting people it, in the cross face. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. And, you know, like, totally, like, soft-spoken guy, and then he, like, gets him in, all of a sudden it's Mr. Backlund. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, I'd blow your mic out if I was... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrestlers. So, uh, of the 20, which one, I, I guess, for, for your contribution, which one was your favorite to paint, or or since you already had one, which of the 20 did you like the most? Well, I finally got to do my epic Giant Gonzalez painting. Yes, yes which I saw. Which yes. I, the, the public demand for had right. been enormous. Yeah. yeah. I, which actually I had an, an obscene amount of fun making that. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But also like the one that surprised me because it was like from that era of wrestling that I wasn't watching and really haven't gone back to watch, mm-hmm. which was the post '80s pre Attitude era. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, like the you know, new like, generation. Right. Yeah. Other than like Brett and Sean, I really haven't mm-hmm. watched anything mm-hmm. from that time period because mm-hmm. right, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, there were a lot of people working hard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're but, always uh, working hard. Yeah, they're always working. Hard. One man yeah. gang. I had so gang. much fun doing yes. that painting because I just had like a concept for it where like instead of like gang tags behind him, it was all these different wrestling logos. Right. Yeah. And yeah. like mix that in with like also his signature of one man gang was like over the top. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. That my, was a lot of fun. Uh, my son has a bunch of some wrestling trading cards, and one of them is Yokozuna, which I know yeah. is included in this list here. And he says, "Hey." If you ever meet some of these wrestlers, can you get these signed? And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to get that one signed. He <laughs> died." And my son's eight, and he looks at me and goes, "Oh, he was fat." And, I said, <laughs> and all I heard was, <laughs> "That's all I could hear." You know what I mean? He brain, was, was like, fat. Yeah. <laughs> You're fat. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a fat bastard. 
right. <laughs> Rest in peace, Yokozuna. Yeah, Yokozuna. All right, what else do we got going on? I know you're you're busy with the DVD. Uh, that's awesome taking off. Uh, can't wait to view that. Um, but what else? What else do you have? Well, one other little fun story from yeah. going back and, yeah, of course. and uh, doing the interview on that was right behind us, I didn't realize at the time, was Paul Heyman oh, like walking oh down God. the hall. And like Katie keeps like nudging me and like, what you know like like don't be a don't be a fucking mark darling <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> be cool be cool be cool and then I smell this very pleasant smell mm. and I turn around and it's like oh hi Paul you know shake his hand like smell. hey this is my wife Katie and he's like oh pleasure to meet you and uh, you know afterwards Katie's like that's the best smelling man I've ever been in contact <laughs> really? with Paul Heyman Paul yeah. Heyman. you wouldn't look at Paul Heyman and think smells good yeah you know you wouldn't just like. I bet that guy smells really nice. It's not the first thing that comes to your mind. But no. Katie just brings it up every time. Right. Paul yeah, yeah. comes up. Like uh, one of the auction paintings, she even got the winning bid on. And uh, I think, yeah, like I'm going to go up to, to Sioux Falls for the SmackDown tape. You know, hopefully he's there. I'll take it and get him to spray some of his cologne on yes. it for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about my smell? It's a little of this. Shh. Yeah. And a little of that. Yeah. Shh. I bet you like mixes two together yeah, to like, does. this is the Paul Heyman smell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I call this... The Paul Heyman scent. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Curve and Armani <laughs> mixed together. <laughs> so aside from this DVD, you've okay. also done uh, another kind of iconic figure that you've painted that we've noticed out there was uh, Mother Teresa. Yeah. Explain this, because this is not your normal avenue. No. Uh, it, it was done for the Mother Teresa Global Peace Prize. Yeah. Like, if you look at, like, people that have won in the past, it's like a who's who of global leaders sure, and, yeah. and people that have changed the world. Uh, and, so, and, so not us. Yeah. <laughs> Going forward, anyone that wins it, the award has my painting on it. Oh, nice! And, wow. and this all came about because of wrestling. That's because cr- Mother <laughs> Teresa and professional wrestling. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Right. Same exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. peas <laughs> and carrots. A good friend of mine, Bill Murdoch. Uh, he actually wrote uh, the Jack Briscoe uh, biography from a few years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty well-received book. Yeah. Uh, but he is also, uh, he runs a charity, Eblin, the Eblin Fund out of Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, uh, he's also a huge wrestling fan and is a big supporter of the National Wrestling Hall of Fame museum that, that I do all this stuff with. You're enshrined in. Yeah. And, yes. And, and uh, he asked me, at the last show, would you have interest in doing this? And it's like I didn't even let him finish the sentence. Like, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, like he's I, like, would you be interested? In, like, absolutely, I would love to do this. And he's like, I was. You want some chicken wings? I was gonna go. It's like, oh, sorry, I'm a vegetarian. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he. Uh, uh, it's funny because like he personally knew Mother Teresa. Wow. And he also personally knew you know like Jack Briscoe and Lou Fez. Yeah. And. And so, like, in his office, he's got these two letters hanging up behind his desk. One is a handwritten letter from Mother Teresa. Oh, my God. And the other is from Luthez. Oh, and, wow. And there was a head of a hospital network uh, that was in there for, like, he was helping raise funds for some wheelchairs or something. And the guy is, like, looking at the letters. He's like, now, Bill, I knew you knew Mother Teresa, but that's Luthez. That's Luthez. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Now that's a wrestling fan. That is a wrestling fan. Oh, man. That is great. Man, I'm just hearing Mother Teresa, Luth. I'm sitting there like, Big E signed an autograph for my son. We got Big E once. Yeah, how about that? I took a picture with Seth Rollins. (laughs) Jesus, man. Which that whole, uh, you know, the 
association with the museum has been great lately mm-hmm. too. I mean, like the whole time it's been amazing. Kosher, oh yeah, Brunswick yeah. Museum is great, but um, I raised a significant amount of money for them at the last event, and uh, so they've kind of sent me a few perks here and there. Yeah, uh, like a handwritten letter from Dan Gable, who arguably oh America's wow. greatest Olympian. Right. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. inarguably. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, just... definitely one or two greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Not professional, obviously. I'm talking sure. like, real. Right. Yeah. At the Olympics, yeah. not only did he get the gold, but he gave up no points. Yeah. Which is That's just unheard just, of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and high. also, they sent me a, uh, uh, a Dan Gable singlet yeah. that was made. I was just only like 100 that. were done. Yeah. And yeah, sand, uh, signed by Dan. Man. Yeah. So how many times have you worn it? <laughs> <laughs> Katie looks so cute in it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that, uh, that one. Well, another thing that as I'm looking kind of through your uh, art Facebook stalking, me. yeah, as I'm Facebook stalking you because that's how <laughs> that's how I do my research. Uh-huh. <laughs> you also have a uh, pro wrestling tees, really awesome kind of portrait of everyone that's a part of it. How did that come about, and what's kind of the details on that? Uh, Ryan Barkin, the president and owner of the company, uh, we've been working together pretty much since he started uh, and, you know, like corresponded beforehand also. Like I've got a, you know, like mini store on there. I haven't yeah. done a lot with it just because of the WWE association. Yeah, right. Kind of like, keeps you a little busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he uh, reached out to me <laughs> quite a while back about doing this painting and at the time, I was like, "Man, Ryan, like, I'm so backed up on commissions. Like, it was yeah. just, I, I, I just don't take commissions mm-hmm. because you know I, I don't like people having to wait six months to a year, right. to get it. Yeah. Uh, and he wanted a fairly big size one because that painting is three feet by four feet. Wow. And, Jeez. Um, plus, he was wanting like something like twenty different wrestlers on it. And and I'm like, you know, it's going to be X amount, and it's going to take this long. And he's like, okay, fine. And I'm like, damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, like, I hope this would drive him away. Right, yeah. Because yeah. I also knew, like, once I got to it, it that painting alone would take yeah. quite a while. And mm-hmm. it did. It took a few weeks of. Plus, of he wanted a picture of his baby, it. right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, other just, things. <laughs> other things. What a picture of himself in a Dan Gable singlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really amazing, though. I, I just, it, it's one of those, I guess portraits when yeah. it's everyone is that still called a portrait yeah what, do you call it that? Yeah, what is, is it, it a collage collage well, collage is a technique okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah cause I'm, I don't know art so yeah. you're gonna have to school me maybe, on that maybe more like a montage okay montage. Like, that's something I run into now with the uh, canvas to canvas yes. WWE videos mm. all the time people are like Rob I love your canvas I'm like thanks do you like the painting on it yeah, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even better I love all the canvases no, you've used the canvas yeah. I love it I love that Hulk Hogan canvas thanks or like the the latest one like Oh, I love that TLC canvas. Thanks. One, it's a painting. Two, it's on watercolor paper. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like there literally is no canvas yeah. involved. Right, yeah. At all. It's, it's just the name yeah. of the video. Yeah. Although so. before that, people would be like, hey, can you art Hulk Hogan for me? I'm like, oh, oh my God. It's Here, not a verb. But yeah, and I completely understand. And <laughs> oh, last well, now week, we, we turned podcast into a verb. Right. Here, yeah, thanks yeah, to you. Yeah. So I think you can turn art into a verb. That's how powerful yeah. you are. Maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna art I don't know. I'm gonna art myself up a wrestler yeah. painting. <laughs> <laughs> if you use that in the next canvas to canvas <laughs> down, please. <laughs> so the next one I'm gonna art up for you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna art real good. <laughs> I'm gonna art up real good this TLC portrait yeah. for you. You're gonna art it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh my god! I love it. Oh man. Okay, oh, so <laughs> you ought to call him up and see if he can give you that sound clip. No, no, Jesus. Oh god, that'd be great. Oh man. All right, I'm okay. So yeah. Okay. okay, so another awesome thing that happened. Uh, more so for me than you, I'm going to guess, yeah. is uh, this past weekend at the Metro Pro Show, which we had Chris Goff on last week talking about it, and it was an amazing show. For those who didn't get to go, next <coughs> one's January 31st. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you go to it. Uh, but you did a, a portrait of Adam Pierce. You did an art the canvas. The five-time world champion. Five-time world champion. You, International hey, sensation. Hey, hey, he arted a canvas of, of Adam, of Adam of Pierce. Scrap Daddy. And, scrap oh, Daddy. my God. First off, before we get into that, I just want to mention, like, him and Ace Steel legitimately had one of the best matches I've seen in person. Nice. Period. Period. Yeah. I mean, I've seen... You know, I'm not name dropping, but I've seen the Kurt Angles, the CM Punks, all all of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And this match was just as good as any match I've ever seen on pay per view, and definitely in person. But anyhow, moving away from that, uh, your your uh, your artwork got involved mm. in 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 the wrestling, I guess. So kind of tell people about really what happened that night. Well, uh, <laughs> first they they brought me out to present the painting to to Adam, who, by the way, while we're sitting here, texted me. To say, uh, I hate you for being awesome. And, uh, <laughs> I get that a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uh, uh, did this painting for him because this was his last match in Kansas City. Right. And, and most likely only has one more match before mm. he hangs it up. Transitions. Yeah. Calls it calls it quits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes to the next step in his career. Uh, but Adam was instrumental in the early success uh, for everything with me. He was the first world champion to reach out to me. Well, I take that back. Second, yeah, David Arquette. David Arquette. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so Which actually, Adam gave me a hard time once. He's like, "I was the first world champion to reach out to you." I'm like, "Oh, you're the second." Technically, yeah. <laughs> did he like slap you right on the spot, oh, or yeah. did he wait? To, yeah. he, he told me to leave the room when yeah. I said that. Yeah. Actual quote: we, we were um, not friends for a year and a half after I said this. Um, but, uh, yeah, to, to present this painting. And so, you know, like I set it up on the easel, which the easel like started falling apart while I was setting it up. So I had to like give it a reach around and fix Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always fixes it right up. Always great in front of a live crowd. Yes. Uh, Lucy interviewed well, Stevie me about Richards that. would have been there. He could have helped you set it up. Like, yeah. like right. the projector the last time. <laughs> He's too busy being a yogi now. Yeah. yeah. Like the yoga monster. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I really need to sit Mike down and let him know that's a heel gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It really is. Yeah. Because, like, everyone hates people that do yoga, right? Yeah. yeah. Very true. Right. Although he did. Don't at you least- do yoga? I do do you. Yes. <laughs> and people hate me when I talk about it. Although he did get a Bang. namaste. Bang. He got a namaste chant over yeah, in my it, section. It, they're like, namaste. Yeah, namaste. Cool. So I will say Almost Endeavors. Endeavors. Just a random, just, just chants out. Shits. <laughs> 
<laughs> While listening to his Tupac yeah. tape. Climbs in the cab. They're like, where are you going, sir? <laughs> you're <in> this shit. <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> we have no idea what you're saying. Right. Hornswoggle told me, like, because, like, for a while they had to travel together, which how hilarious is that? Oh, hard, my right God. And, Could you imagine, like, you're at a gas station just pumping gas into your And Dodge they just Caravan, get out. And, and then, <laughs> yeah, you see those two pop out. Kali doesn't believe in standing in lines. Okay. Of course, why not? So yeah. like Everyone's they, four feet smaller than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be standing at the back of the line, and he'd be like, I'm going to walk on up there, brother. And uh, Swaggle would be like, Who's going to stop it? Swaggle's like, No, no, you got to wait. I'm not going to wait. You're the shit. <laughs> and so he'd just always walk right up. He's like, Who's going to stop me? Yeah, exactly. Who Which would? you would, yeah. Who would? Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're built like Ryback, I'm just going to be like, Yep, go ahead right in. Yeah. Yep, you're fine. Yeah. And he does a front flip and right, yes. Kirk and Rana. Yes. That was the guy in the longest yard. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. so, so, so anyway, anyway I'm yeah. in the ring. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the Burger King brothers and uh, the King brothers are awesome. I they love are. the King brothers. Yeah, and and, and world's uh, fittest wrestler Mark Sterling come yes. out, interrupt the special moment before Adam Pierce can come out, and uh, um, Mark shooed me out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the painting's still covered. Okay, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So then Adam and and Ace come out and they they shoo those guys off and. You know, there's a little melee that happens, and mm-hmm. then they're back in the ring celebrating, and and I'm um, standing there with Lucy, and she's like, "Hey, uh, when are we gonna see the painting?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, we didn't quite work that part out." Oh, yeah, and yeah. and uh, Chris Goff comes up, and and he's like, "So, uh, are we gonna see the painting?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Well, I ain't gonna jump in the ring with those two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, brother, let's look at this Yeah, painting. these two guys are just – because they kind of had one of those confrontations because their match hasn't started yes, yet, so right. they were doing this intense stare down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just jump in, hey, So So Adam gets out of the ring first, and, and I'm like, well, hell with it, right? So I just walk on up to him while he's standing there, and, and you're like, hey, uh, on the shoulder. Yeah. how about we uh, show off the painting? Yeah. <laughs> Right, and uh, I don't realize I'm standing right in Ace's way of getting out of the ring. Oh, so, nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very calm. Yeah, green yeah. horn shamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so Ace, you know, jumps out like and like as he comes down, like you know, like slaps both hands down on my shoulders. I'm like, how about we look at this painting? And Ace is like, yeah, that, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so then I pull it out, show it off for the crowd, get our applause, mm-hmm. set it up by uh, my my table, and everyone you know comes over and is like. Oh, so worried about about your painting getting destroyed because Adam had destroyed another it painting. Has a history last time I was of, the ring. of painting abuse. Yes, with you, uh, art abuse. Th- these wrestlers think that art is a weapon. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Art is a weapon in the right hands. Right. And, Whoa, and it, philosopher! Yeah, Jeez, right? that was, don't get deep on right. us here. <laughs> in the skilled, masterful hands of Rob Schamberger. Right. <laughs> Uh, so Stop then, making eye contact with me on this. Look deep into <laughs> right, my eyes. It's freaking me out. Deep in my eyes. <laughs> I tell the tale of art. <laughs> All right. So main event time. Uh, you know they're going out there and they're having a you know killing it five star classic. Oh my god! And, yeah. And uh, uh, those damn Burger King brothers run out, <laughs> grab the painting, jump in the ring. Mm. They they try to use it as a weapon. They try to stopped. eat it. Yeah, they put it between two pieces of bread. Yeah, little JR's Slathered barbecue, with chipotle, mayonnaise. chipotle yeah. ketchup. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, they're stopped. And then Ace grabs it, and and it looks like he's gonna side with with the King brothers and Mark mm-hmm. Sterling. And and uh, instead, he turns and bashes it over one of the King uh. brothers' heads. And and I let Chris have it right there at ringside. Yeah. Which which yeah. I will tell you. Okay, so from I'm like, what kind of pissant promotion are you running here? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and that, that would go for twenty five hundred dollars on the open market. That painting. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. amazing. How big was it? It was a. It's uh, about three foot four foot. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the bigger portraits I've seen. Yeah. And so from size an, does matter. Yeah, with of art. course it does. <laughs> and other things too. <laughs> um, <laughs> from an outsider's perspective, but knowing you. I honestly thought I was sitting there, and I remember you telling me about the the first incident with uh, Adam Pearson and a painting. So I thought, honestly, I was like, okay, this is going to be the second one. The this original is, is yeah. at your studio. Mm-hmm. Here's the second print that you made. And when the King brothers grabbed it, I was chasing after. Right, him. you like I was would, hauling ass. Right yeah, after you legitimately him. looked right behind him. And I remember I, I, I turned to Anthony. Anthony was at the show with me, and I was like. Dude, Rob is great at selling this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> like, man, I, I was like, Rob, you might need to stop doing like artwork and really uh, become a professional yeah, yeah. wrestler because this is a great selling. Yeah, man, and were... I honestly, we we, we kind of like stopped watching the match and we were watching you. We're like, I think Rob might throw a punch. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then you know, like like Rob, like like you said, you know, the a, a steel used it on the King Brothers. And then I'm stuck like holding just an empty frame. Right. Yeah. And then Chris goes and grabs like. The corner piece that was busted out. So I'm holding like a corner piece and, <laughs> and a damn empty frame. And so then <laughs> after the event's over, because that was the main event, as we're leaving, uh, I was going to say bye to you guys, and you were still up at the uh, at the ring grabbing the rest of the, the, <laughs> the port. The yeah, shards what was of painting. Yeah. And so I saw and Katie. <laughs> so I saw Katie, your wife, and, and even she was mad. And I first thought was like, you guys are the best yeah. <laughs> selling this. I was like, this is amazing. And yeah. she was like, son of a bitch. That was like, I go, that was a print, right? Yeah, She's yeah. like, no, that was the original. Oh. And then that's when you came up. I was like, hey, Rob. And you were just like, yeah, no one, I can't have nice things, yeah. I guess. Like, yeah, no one like, here can have nice things. Nice things. Nice <laughs> things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that's when Adam Pierce walked by because he, uh, after the match, him and Ace Steel were signing autographs right next to your table. Yeah. And I like Adam Pierce because he instantly went into because he could see how mad you were. He instantly went into, well, I didn't do it this time. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It was just like, no, no, no. I let him have it last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, no, no, no. It wasn't me this time. Made some fans <laughs> uncomfortable. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so sold on that. That was because I, in my mind, just thought it was a work. My painting is not a shopping cart. <laughs> right. I use it as a weapon. <laughs> and man, that was great. But unfortunately, yeah, it was. Mm. Uh, it was the original, so that sucks. That sucks. Because <laughs> it was really great, too. I mean, it was honestly very amazing to look at. Because I haven't seen one of your bigger prints in person. You know, usually I've seen yeah. your prints, and so uh, had to have the original three by four is what you yeah. said. Yeah, the canvas. Uh, yeah, the canvas. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> to have the canvas there. Yeah, uh, it was pretty impressive. And then it uh, to be used the way it was. Uh, it was. I'm I'm surprised. That uh, the wrestling media hasn't really talked about this as much. Yeah. 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 So I even put the photographic evidence out there, and they must think yeah. it's just like all work or it's something. It's all work. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we just we're doing a shoot right we here, and this is breaking the story yeah, this right is breaking here. Breaking the story right yeah. now. And and you know, like at Ace and I, you know, we had to sit down with some drinks at the after party, and, of course, and hash things out. 
you know, just like how Pierce and I did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if something is involved at a show, there's a chance that's going to get you. Sure. That's the chance you take when you're there. Yeah. But I'd done so many other shows there yeah. exhibiting my art. Well, and it's different. That, yeah, like, I mean, this was planned. You want me to bring a painting, and I'm right. here with the painting. And yeah. now you For my friend, for yeah. his retirement. Right, or, yeah. You know, not, right, not retirement, yeah. but into Farewell in Kansas City, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Swan song in the city of fountains. Yeah. There. Jeez. What a... Yeah. King Brothers. Yeah. It was really their, their fault. fault. It is. It's, it is. It's a, They're the ones that brought it in the ring. Yeah. 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 You could have easily grabbed a chair. Yeah. Or as we've seen in the past, a shopping cart. A shopping right. cart or a sack of White Castle. Something. Yeah. Something. But but no, you chose art. <sighs> so, on a positive note, let's transition to something so, positive here. So, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, it might be positive, might not. Mm. Oh. I mean, I have a little controversy. Okay. Here. Yeah. We talked a little bit about <laughs> I, this off air. Our so. audio might have to suddenly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are now again. my second favorite uh. podcast. Well, Rob, it was great to have you on. <laughs> it was a great show, guys. <laughs> great show. Guys. I'm glad your painting oh, got ruined. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad your painting got ruined. <laughs> yeah. The, no, anyway. The Gilbert Godfrey podcast. Oh, have you heard about this I thing? I have not have heard you about listened this. To it? No. <laughs> I can How only imagine listen listening to, to the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what thing? <laughs> he, has, he has a co-host too. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. But he has like a huge interest in classic film and television. Oh, okay. All right. And so the show is about that, like mm-hmm. interviewing people from that time. Okay. And yeah. through this show, I have learned the following things. And the first one is that Danny Thomas, are you familiar with Danny Thomas? Make Room for Daddy. Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. Yeah, one of the very first sitcoms, yes. T-Mac, okay. yep. for, okay. for you millennials. Right, that, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember this, yeah, because I used to watch Nick at Night right. when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make Room for Daddy uh, would pay hookers to shit in his mouth. Ooh. Now, the, the longest time the urban legend was that he would lay under a glass coffee table and pay them to oh, well, no, shit on the table. Oh, not if you're going to go... You got to go all the way. But it turns out that legend mm. was about Jerry Lewis. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and, and you just imagine, like, hey, lady! Lady! <laughs> I had begun saying that for KD First Lady. But not anymore. Now I don't know that I should. Yeah. No, never. And yeah. uh, uh, Cesar Romero, mm-hmm. the Joker from yes. the Batman the original TV show. Batman okay. TV show, yeah. Yes, you know I, this one, yes, young man? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, apparently, uh, Look, was, I love that comic book. <laughs> was a homosexual. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know that, yeah. but, okay. you know, good for him. Right. Yeah. Uh, would pay his boy toys to throw orange peels at his bare ass. Hmm. Now, back in the 50s and 60s, this is pre internet. So I'm wondering, yeah, like, where you derive how, this fantasy? Yeah, from. how much depraved sex are you having to discover that's what you like? Yeah, and like how many different? It's not like you stumbled upon this on you know a, some website. How many right, different yeah. skins do you go through? Yeah, like potato skin. Uh, how does yeah. that? Because did that happen I think by I need, accident? And you were like, "What was that?" I think I need a little more tang on. What this. did you just hit me? And with? Not that kind of tang, because you know. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they uh, they make their way through the fruits until you know they get to. <laughs> Honestly, Literally maybe it was by accident. Maybe they were like in an argument, in a fight, and it was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he was leaving. Stop. Maybe, maybe yeah. he was yeah. having a romp in a in a orange grove. Maybe. Yeah. Then he was like, "What was that? Do that. Do exactly <laughs> that." I just like how you said, "Not the potato skin." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and the final thing I've learned. Hmm. Oh my god! How long is first off? How long has this podcast been going? Um. I think they're on like their thirtieth episode or something. Okay. So. okay, so we're still your favorite wrestling podcast, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. Good, all right. Good, good. I, I'm, uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. 
was that uh, this this comes from Robert Osborne, the guy that hosts the the introductions to movies on TCM. Oh, right, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. A uh, good friend of his was a PR guy for Disney mm-hmm. back in the day when Walt yeah. was still alive. They need a lot of PR. And Disney his does. his full time job was to be with Walt in public. Because as soon as Walt started drinking, they had to get him the oh, fuck Jesus. out of there. <laughs> Which, if I had money, too, yeah. that's probably what yeah. I'm doing, too. I'm paying somebody to babysit my yeah. ass. Because yeah. not only was he like an over-the-top abusive drunk, yeah. uh, he was an anti-Semite. All oh, right. Yeah. Awesome. And all that would just start coming out yes, every couple of course. Of yeah. That so, doesn't, yeah, drinking doesn't, you know, hold that back. <laughs> yeah, you don't get quieter usually no, when you drink. There, yeah. there were uh, a lot of artists back then, their full-time job was to... Uh, you know, like airbrush out the cigarettes from Walt's hand. Yeah. Like all those old pictures of him, he always had a cigarette in his hand. Mm-hmm. You just can't see. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So the Gilbert Gottfried. There you podcast. go. You know, Is that the, what it's called? Uh, the Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal podcast. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So look that up. Anytime I ever think of Gilbert Gottfried, though, I'm reminded of one of the Comedy Central roasts. And the oh, late, my the God. The late, great Greg Giraldo mm-hmm. was discussing Gilbert Gottfried. And he said, You just had a new kid. And everybody's clapping. And he's like, Who? Would fuck you, you have the sex appeal of a school bus fire. That's just the line that sticks with me. Every time I see or hear Gilbert Godfrey, that's all I can think of here forward. And unfortunately, my my brief time in wrestling, I've got a lot of stories that would actually top this. Yeah. Can't tell you any of them. Oh, man. Even if you change the names? Uh, mm, yeah, because you worry about alluding to you're right. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Su- super wrestling fans would be able to yeah, suss yeah, it out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's Buff Bagwell. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. His <laughs> stories are all public. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. His, yeah, his are all public. We would get immediately. We would get hey, idiots. Yeah, hey idiots. Obviously, that is clearly Bobby the Brain. He knew me. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, so, geez, man. Well, so, let's well, uh, uh, bring it back. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, last time I was backstage at Raw, right uh, here in town. Yes, had a really magical thing happen. Ooh, uh, was I was uh, standing back there, and all of a sudden Hulk Hogan walks by to the the, the promo area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just all open back there. Yeah, okay. Like they make yeah, it look yeah. like it's separate rooms. It's just. Can you hear him coming like around the corner? Do you hear like the brothers? Yeah, starting like quietly, and you're like brother, brother. <laughs> Brother, 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 no, brother, 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 brother. His theme music is just slowly yeah, exactly, playing yeah. as he gets closer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Just every every time he walks in a room, it just plays. Real American. Uh, real, yeah, and you're like, oh, Hulk Hogan's here. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. There's uh, no speakers anywhere. We don't know right, where it's yeah. coming yeah. from. It's just, yeah. just magic. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they were doing a, a promo for the app or the network or whatever, because uh, it was like leading into whatever Telling you how to download it. Yeah. And... So it was Hulk with Renee Young mm-hmm. doing like just a rundown of that pay per view, like Hell who's so. fighting who. Or, yep. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. right because mm-hmm. there was the whole thing. Yep. Uh, that's another story. Uh, but uh, standing there uh, next to Jimmy Hart, who is Hulk's like real life manager. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, best friend. And, and he's manager, got like yeah. the the bullet points, making sure Hulk's hitting all of them. Hulk doesn't need help with that though. No, right. But. They just told him like who's doing this and then he walks up and like i've done a few things in front of the camera now and and i've learned enough to know how terrible i am at it okay watching all these little things that hulk just does naturally mm-hmm. it was it was pure magic i bet man that it was, was cool. and, and you know it's like i wasn't a wrestling fan as a kid but i was you know everyone knew hope oh, of course right? yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I, I watched the cartoon or mm-hmm. whatever yes and it's like this is the guy yeah, right here like the guy. this 
it's like having G.I. Joe or Optimus Prime, like, yeah, in real just life, there, yeah. yeah, just standing there and, uh, you know, just watching the whole thing. And, you know, Jimmy Hart, like, do you know, like making sure he's hitting the points. And then I look around and I realize it's sold out backstage, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the staffers, everyone, everyone's standing there watching, and and then, like. For legit, as soon as he's done, his music hits, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's when he goes out to the arena oh, to do wow, his pose yeah. down at the end. Nice. And and one of the the uh, PAs, like I, I turned to him and and I'm like, it's magic every time, isn't it? He's and you know, like these guys are all jaded, right? Like, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just a job. Right. Yeah. But he turns to me, he's like, every time. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Sixty yeah. percent of the time, it's magic. Well, and <laughs> if you <laughs> if you want to see my reaction, actually, to him he wa- turned to me and said. Every time. <laughs> every time. There's actually a video yes. of someone uh, from the pitch recorded Hogan walking out. Now, everyone that's listened to this show long enough, they know I Hogan is the number one guy for me. Yeah. And it's more personal reasons. Sure, we won't get into yeah, that. Yeah. But it's he's my number one guy, and yeah. I understand there's other better wrestlers. Of course, yeah. But for me, that's that's the guy. Yeah. And I've never seen him in person. Right. I've met him. At a like meet and yeah, greet. But never seen him in a wrestling. Never saw all the music yeah. and everything. And there's a video because I'm yeah. third row and I'm just like freaking out. My friend Matt, I put him in a headlock. Yeah. I'm like going like this. Yeah. I'm banging on the seats in front of me. I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my life. He's like, <laughs> I freaked the hell out. You can I see went him like, like his. He just dips down and then he like jumps oh up my with God. his hats on. And, like, oh and my the God. craziest thing is, thank God I took like a million pictures because it almost felt out of body. Because I was just right, like, yeah. there it is. I don't know what my body's doing <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there was a part where he I'm hitting the punched a kid next to him. I mean, well, when insane. I was hitting the chairs, I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like hitting chairs for no reason. Yeah, that was that awesome. was insane. Awesome. But yeah, the promo I didn't get to see live. They right. didn't, you know, they didn't feed it over, but. Obviously, on the network, if you wait, I think it's two weeks or whatever, they put Raw on. Yeah. And I got to see – or no, they put that it by itself. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. put that on the app, and I got to see it on the network. And then I pieced it together. You know, yeah, it was just amazing. That was great. Uh, the the Foley's appearance there was a total Oh, surprise. my God. Yes. That was that was amazing because I've never – Like, I, they even hit him backstage. Foley. Oh, really? Like, he, he came nice. in, went out there, did his thing, and then left. Left, yeah. Uh, but I happened to be – coming in as he was leaving because i had just taken all my my gear out to my right my vehicle and i was coming back in and i'd never met him in person we corresponded a lot mm-hmm. uh but we hadn't met in person and uh you know i introduced myself and he's like rob i didn't know you're from kansas city i would have you know planned for a longer trip if i had known you were here oh, and, wow. and, wow and uh Man. you know like we you know just you know he thanked me so much because he had that uh WrestleMania dream package thing that he did as a fundraiser for mm-hmm. Brain, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, he that. told me the guy that won had bought a lot of tickets, uh, but the thing that made him buy everything was he he already had his WrestleMania trip all booked and everything. He already had his WrestleMania tickets. The reason he entered was for the chance to win a painting. Wow, that's Man. amazing! And uh, he told me that I didn't know that, and that was really neat. And then he reminded me that I still owed him a painting of him as Saint Mick, right? From yes. the I Am Santa Claus yeah. movie, which if you haven't watched it yet, is fan I have, I have not. Yeah, yeah. but I so it. good. Right, not with the kids. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's so freaking good. Uh, and and so I did that painting over the weekend uh, for yeah. him, and and uh, he was. So appreciative, and then like even the the director or producers of the movie loved it too, and they've been tweeting it out. 
Uh, Mick wanted it. It's going to hang up. He has a room in his house that's 24-7 Christmas. That's awesome. Like year-round. Right, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he wants that to hang in the room. That is... Uh, and actually, on my way here, that was part of why I was a little late getting to the uh-huh. studio. I was dropping off his painting at FedEx. Um, no big deal. Yeah, right? Not a Just big deal. sending it to yeah. Mick Foley. Yeah. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah, no. Because he wants you know, your artwork every time, at his house. It's like every yep. time we, get, we do the show for like a couple of weeks, a <laughs> couple months at a time, and I'm like, this is pretty cool, man. We do this podcast. People love it. And then I'm like, let's have Rob back on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, my life sucks. Aww. Well, and I I'm honestly like, thought. <laughs> like, like, I'm a nobody. Well, <laughs> well, hey, this is the day my DVD comes out. Who did I book a show with? Yeah. 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 Not yeah. Gilbert Godfrey. Not Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> damn it. it the number one pro wrestling podcast in the world. <laughs> suck it, Shelton. Yeah. Suck it, Shelton. Suck it, Shelton. Suck it, Gilbert. Yeah, suck so, it, Gilbert. So Rob Schamberger. So let's we run this down every time, but it's robshamberger.com. That's R-O-B-S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Is that right? Yes, sir. See, man. I'm getting, getting good at this. Yeah. I'm getting good at this. Someday I might get, you know, nine dollars an hour or something to do. <laughs> well, let's stop you real quick before we, we wrap it up. Because on someone needs an aquarium or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's an inside joke mm. for <laughs> don't they get need a, they need a, get that look they need off a your face. TV to 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 play a PowerPoint. Right. But before we get uh, wrap this up, uh, it is the holiday season. What oh, kind yes. of yes. holiday things you have going on? Because I know with Christmas right around the corner, you got a lot of stuff. Probably got a lot of cool stuff. You know, there is of course the the uh, store on my site. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have a lot of new stuff up there. I did over the the Black Friday weekend, but uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I I don't exactly enjoy. Packaging and shipping stuff myself. Right. Fancy that. takes away from painting. Yeah, fancy mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's really cool doing it for people. Like uh, earlier this week, I did packages for Australia, Canada, Malaysia, the UK, and the majority of the states in the US. Yeah. So that's still neat, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. It's neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's neat. <laughs> that's swell. Um, but. <laughs> WWE shop, of course, we have a bunch of stuff up, yes. and there's a uh, uh, ten new prints that are going up anytime. Oh, uh, okay, they, yep. they have them in the warehouse. They just need to put them up on the site. Okay, pretty neat ones like that NWO one I did recently. Right, go up there, uh, and then also on WWE auction. Not only do we have uh, you know the original paintings up there that go up every week, but also we have signed prints mm-hmm. uh, that are going real well. Like we have the incredibly good smelling. Uh, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, up on there. Um, if he's known for one thing, it's his smell. It smell. Yeah, it's his yeah. smell. Yeah, his signature smell. And and those did like like obscenely well over the the Black Friday nice. weekend. Yeah. Uh, like we had, as they should. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but they're you know if if there's a wrestling fan in your life or you are a wrestling fan, which you probably are, listening to this show. Yeah, would, yeah. I wouldn't I make a whole lot of sense yeah. were you not. And um. <laughs> the, <laughs> Jim Ross himself says that these are great gifts uh, for the true wrestling fan. T-Max Boss listened to our show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was yes. very impressed yeah. by you more than me. Yeah, well, very, me. very impressed. The yeah, awesome boys. Be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go have an awesome yeah. boys. I think that maybe that's what I'm going to do from this, from here on out. It's just, hello, Captain <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Are you guys going to have the uh, all Spanish episode at any time? Like with, with uh, Tomas and um, El Capitan? If we maybe start studying a Rosetta Stone now. 
Well, no, I think it would be. I think it would be even better if you don't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just like we've got like a, a, a Spanish to English dictionary. No. And we're just like I, um, I already know what I, I just go. K? Because then, then I blame everything on you. Okay? Tu es loco. No, the shit. How do you say that in Spanish? Yeah, how do you say that in Spanish? <laughs> so, but by all means, uh, if you are a wrestling fan, which you certainly are by listening to this, or if for that special wrestling fan in your heart mm-hmm. that needs art. Yes. Like, that there right? you go. Yes. You can use that in your next canvas to canvas. Yeah. You know? Art uh, attack. Art attack. Art yes. attack. I like that. Every week or every time it's it's a new or catchphrase. I the like art it. punch. Art uh, punch? Yeah. See? Give somebody an art punch this Christmas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Smack them upside the face with some art. <laughs> From robshamburger.com, wweshop.com. They're still doing the auction ones yeah, where yeah. you go up there and bid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can get away with a steal. Hopefully you don't. Right. For Rob's. You know, he's got to put food on the table. So, mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, uh, don't steal it too much. But, hey, if you find yourself a great deal, who's going to blame you? Right. Except Rob. Yeah. He'd be a little pissed <laughs> said, off. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Hey, you know, this guy doesn't well, do this for free. We didn't so. even talk about my stuff being on Total Divas, did we? Did we not talk about that? Like, every time. No, because last time we had you on, okay. you yeah. off air, we had mentioned you uh, need yeah. to watch. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time. TJ and Natty are having a fight. There you There's are. one of my paintings hanging in the background. They have, awesome. quite a, they have quite a few in their house. Yeah, it's just cool, man. Yeah. I was, when, I, when I saw them last time, I'm like, guys, like, what kind of message is this? Send? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Rob's art will make yeah. your relationship rip apart at the seams. Um, <laughs> so, so don't ever do a Spanish announce table painting because we want to keep the right, show Right, yeah, going. yeah. We want to keep right, it going. Yeah, we want to keep the show moving and there's, along. Uh, there's more stuff coming up in the, the next season. Uh, spoilers. Spoiler. Yeah. There will be beautiful women and beautiful art. Well, even your, uh, because I think it's almost twice a week when you have like the signed and you have the wrestler stand next to you. You did uh, Layla. One of my personal favorites. Rosa. and One of my personal favorites. And Nikki. (laughs) One of my personal favorites. Yeah, that's this week's. (laughs) And good God almighty. Okay. Rosa. Yeah. Rosa was just half naked. Pretty much. She's a lovely human being. Let's get that out of the way, right? Like very nice woman. Yes. Um, of course, she like we're we're pals. Like we text and stuff. Okay. You know, like sorry, Katie. Oh um, yeah, was, uh, <laughs> we normally but, say Katie. I'm sorry, but right? it's a different Katie yeah. altogether. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like you know, she's a pal, but you know, she'll come up and talk to me for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, dressed like that in her oh, ring gear. That's got to be hard to. Uh, to <laughs> Hello. Like, her eyes are up here. Yeah. Her eyes I just here. stare at lights. Yeah. I would just stare at lights the entire yeah. time. Just, uh, nope. Listen, I'm busy painting, yeah. so yeah. you just talk. I'm not going to look at you. And you know, like so many of the the women are like that. You know, like they're yeah. just you know in their ring gear. Oh, of course, and, yeah. Which is just you know like very sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. And and but you know like I'm doing business with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. like you just got to like yes. eyes. Just look at the eyes. eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm the sure eyes. they're like, why is Rob just staring at my yeah. eyes? Yeah. So <laughs> Rob has lately just been he staring makes, right at my face. He makes really weird constant eye contact. Yeah, he hasn't blinked. And he sweats a lot. Yeah. It's really weird. And, and he keeps saying, I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. I think, I think I might have talked about it one of the times I was on. That, it was that same time with Layla. That, that mm-hmm. picture's from. Uh, uh, right to my left of where I was set up was like a little uh, shooting bay for, for the app. Mm-hmm. Where they do those right. like, yep. during the commercial, the yes. second screen things. And uh, is it Todd Phillips? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Right guy, Tom. 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 Tom Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Tom uh, Todd. Yeah. Mooney. 
Yeah. Sean Mooney. That's he, what he reminds me of. Mike Adamley, I think, is who it was. Calm down. <laughs> he was doing one of his live things. Yeah. And it's, it is live. Mm-hmm. And uh, Layla is right behind the camera, like, like, like doing a very suggestive dance. Oh. I bet she <laughs> Just is. Just to try to break him. Yeah, I, I gotcha. And then, like, as soon as they stop, she's like, "Oh, you're very good at that," and then leaves. You know, like it was just the whole thing was just to, to just a rib. Yep. Yeah, what I wouldn't give to see that. Mm. Again, one of my personal favorites. I know I said that about the other mm. two, also, but she's also an incredibly lovely woman. The, oh yeah, the first uh, one that we had signed, she's like, "Do you want me to kiss it?" And I'm like, yes. yes. Right. Oh, the, the artwork? <laughs> oh, you meant the canvas. <laughs> the canvas? And she, oh. like, put on, like, real thick lipstick and then, like, like kissed it. Yeah, so, like, I had, like, seen, perfect yes. lip print on it. That one went for extra. I'm glad I'm glad that I wasn't with you at that time because I probably would have grabbed it from your hands and, like, smelled it or something. Yeah. Well, no, what was really strange was Kali comes up. <laughs> Kali and, comes and up. Want me to kiss her? Want me to kiss her? <laughs> 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 Jesus. Oh. Man, this is awesome. I love these conversations right, that we yeah. have with you, Rob. This yeah. is like, uh, they, I've never had something uh, make me so happy and make me feel so bad about myself simultaneously. <laughs> right, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Great you know, little trick on us it's here. certainly a unique situation. <laughs> no. But definitely, you have to check out his websites. You have to check out all the avenues. You have to check out the Canvas to Canvas videos that we post on SpanishNowStable.net. Uh, as often as I remember to to steal it from from various sites there posted sure. on there, yeah. Yep. I, uh, so yeah, but man, Rob is an amazing artist, and clearly, you wouldn't have gotten as far as you've gotten if you weren't good at what you're doing. But if if anybody that's new hasn't checked out his stuff, definitely check get it a out. print. Check it out, robshamburger.com. and Rob. Uh, and I am uh, not yeah. the shits. You are not the no. shits. No. <laughs> uh, and as is customary, Rob, uh, since Shelton Benjamin doesn't work. For WWE anymore. This is Rob's music. This is Rob's. I don't music. even know who you're talking about. It's Rob's music. Yeah, yeah he is the gold standard. Hashtag, suck at Shelton. Suck at Shelton. Has- and hashtag new suck one. Yes. Hashtag, suck at Gilbert. Suck, suck at Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get out here. We gotta take a break so we can podcast some more. Yes. Stick tuned for some Rassel Ruse action when we come back to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and. Dwayne The Rock Johnson earned $5.5 million, the most for his first time acting. The most for any first time oh, wow. actor. Jesus. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. What's up? This is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about one of my podcasts that you can find at Kayfabe Sports Radio and www.kayfabesportsradio.com, and that is NFL Easy Picks. NFL Easy Picks is a podcast that I co-host with my friend Joe Bennett, and we discuss the things going on in the NFL and the games for the week to come, as well as results for the week prior. We like to highlight our teams, but we still like to concentrate on the league as a whole, and quite possibly from week to week have guests to discuss their team and how they're doing. Along with this normal format, we go over our picks in the designated Yahoo Pick'ems League that we have set up so you fans can see how well we are doing against you and how well you are doing against us and each other. 
And on top of that, we got a fantasy league to discuss how well things are doing there. There's a lot in NFL AZ picks that you are not going to want to miss on the Kfabe Sports Radio Network and at www.kfabesports.com. Hope you will join us every week as we discuss everything going on in the wonderful world of the NFL. Only on Kfabe Sports Radio and www.kfabesports.com. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We're keeping it going. We are keeping it going, man. It's a big, big, big show. You ain't lying about that. Sometimes we do good. Other times we do great, and this is one of those nights that I think we've done great. That I think we did great good, even. Great good. Yeah. That's a new phrase for us. Yeah. That's how great good we are. Mm-hmm. So we Come on. make up phrases. So we already had one solid interview. Let's mm-hmm. let's kick it in the next one. Tell them who we, 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 we have. this time it is. We have new to the show, mm. but I feel like it's going to be a returning guest. That's mm. just a hunch. Mm-hmm. But we have Jonathan, who is the CEO, the man behind, I think, one of the coolest ideas yeah, in pro great. wrestling, WrestleRoos.com is uh is the website jonathan are you there i am here hey man welcome in thanks again so much for uh doing this interview uh let's just jump kind of right into uh all of the fun uh, uh of your product rasselroos.com it, it seems like when i was a kid i would just walk around oh, in my yeah. underwear yes. that someone it's how did this come about because it feels like such a Oh yeah! How, Why, how did I not think? How of did this? I not yeah. think of this? So yeah, tell us a little bit about rasselruse.com. Right, I know it's a total no-brainer. You would have thought that they would have been making these for years and years. I mean, I've been a pro wrestling fan ever since I was a kid. I've always loved it, and at the same time, I've always, you know, kind of been a a fan of the whole like you know DIY scene. I was in a punk rock band growing up, and you know, making T-shirts, stickers, and. So I've always wanted to make T-shirts and merch and stuff like that and always had good ideas for wrestling T-shirts. And uh, My wife and I, we were talking one day about the possibility of starting, you know, like a T-shirt company, a good friend of mine, Trent T-shirts, and uh, we were talking about going into business together. And she said, does anybody do pro wrestling underwear? Like, that's all these guys wear anyway. Has anybody ever done the underwear thing? And I thought, no. As a matter of fact, they haven't, and let me double-check, and I Googled it, and the only thing I found on a Google search for pro wrestling underwear was a bunch of people asking, why hasn't anyone made pro wrestling underwear? Right. So we, we came up with the name Rassle Roots and decided, all right, let's go for it, and I think we've been up and running for about uh, four months now since uh, the early summer, and it's taken off like a rocket. So I think we might have stumbled butt first into something. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, you're talking kind of growing up as a pro wrestling fan, so let's get into that a little bit. How did you discover pro wrestling? I mean, everyone has their story of, you know, uh, how they got started with being a fan. How, what's yours? All right. Well, this is actually really interesting. My dad was a chiropractor, and we lived in South Louisiana at the time. And so this is back in the day still of, you know, there's some territories going around still mid-South and and uh, he was a chiropractor, and he had a lot of wrestlers that would come in as patients into his clinic. 
So Nikolai Volkov, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, uh, Crusher Khrushchev, uh, Barry Darso, or Smash from, yeah, from Demolition, yeah. and the, the Bushwhackers, all these guys would be coming into his clinic all the time. And then there was a big gym in Baton Rouge, and my dad would work out there with uh, you know Ted DiBiase, one-man gang, uh, later Akeem, the African Dream. All these guys were just kind of in and out of Baton Rouge all the time because there was still a lot of shows going on there. So my dad started meeting a lot of these guys and, and taking care of them whenever they were coming through. And he had some just hilarious stories about what these guys would do in the waiting room and just kind of entertaining people. And so wrestling was just kind of like around, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, actually, I think Bushwhacker Luke came over to the house one time, and uh, I just have a very, very vague memory of him pulling up to the front of the house in a Corvette with uh, a lady friend. I don't know if that was a permanent, permanent lady friend or just a rental for the time he was in town. But uh, was he licking her so, head though? That's the. Uh, you know what? I don't know if maybe she might have charged extra for that. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and then of course you know you see it on TV. And my earliest. My earliest memory of seeing wrestling on TV was actually the debut of Demolition uh, in WWF yeah. at the time and, and seeing those masks and just like, oh, my gosh, what is this? And uh, from then, I mean, I was hooked. I mean, I thought Hulk Hogan and the, was the greatest thing on the planet, you know. Right. So that's kind of how it started for me. Well, going back to the company, com, and again, if you haven't uh, already visited the site, make sure that you do so. But uh, you have such iconic, uh, I guess, underwear. It's, it sounds weird to say, but you have such iconic wrestling tights made into underwear. Who picked out the themes? I've seen Ric Flair. I've seen Junkyard Dog. Macho Man. Macho Man. Who, who picked out those, and, uh, and where did uh, those ideas come from? Well, what I did is I went back and I and I and I looked to see like what were some of the iconic, uh, you know, ring attires from from the back in the day, and, and and what were some of the things that you know were maybe one of you know like the Mega Powers design. That's something that they only wore maybe a few times, mm-hmm. but it's something that everybody would always remember that. And you know what would be easily duplicatable and. What uh, would not be trademark infringement necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's right. name yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, it'd be hard and to put so, a Ravishing Rick Rude on some, on some underwear there. Right, yeah. right. And then, of course, you know, my graphic design skills are not, you know, the uh, I'm not an A-plus top-shelf graphic designer, so the more simple designs were very appealing for us starting out. And now we're venturing out. We've got people that are helping design and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, just the, seeing the ones that were super recognizable, you know, the Ric Flair trunks and the mm, Macho Man stars, things like that. And, and then, of course, we also ventured out into some things that were more of a more parody, you know, uh, the ones, the Wyatt family, he's got the whole world in his pants, right. that yeah, type yeah, of uh-huh. thing. You know, of course, there's the, you know, sexual innuendo tie-ins that you could do and, and yes. stuff like that. But uh, definitely the top sellers are the vintage designs that look just like the wrestler's trunks. Well, Going back kind of to how you started in, in, in as a pro wrestling fan, I did this, and I don't care that, that people are going to know this, but I did the tidy whitey underwear. Oh, yeah. I'm walking out as whoever that wrestler yes, is, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Did you, were you one of those fans as a kid? I mean, you were talking about how you were, you know, meeting many of these wrestlers, but was that the type of fan you were when you were growing up? 
I think that's the type of fan we are all still actually <laughs> at this time. <laughs> I mean, of course. I mean, I had, of course, when you're growing up, you always have that, you know, one other wrestling friend that is in it with you and likes it just as much as you. And, you know, it's kind of a safe place to geek out about wrestling yeah. with. And, you guys can and, get in you your know, underwear. And and, yeah. <laughs> right. We can right. strip down, get weird, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'm, countless matches. In his room, you know, elbows off the top bunk, you know, and, and smashing the foam belt over each other's heads. I mean, that's, that's kind of the heart behind it is that, you know, with the Rapparoos, it's like, yeah, it's fun, it's funny. But, you know, down deep, I think all of us, you know, still like to emulate those guys that we saw on TV. And when you're wearing the trunks, you kind of feel, you know, you feel like a... Yeah. You know, I am a, the Macho Man. I am. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Jack Lyon, limo riding, wheeling, dealing, kiss feeling, son of a gun. Right. Absolutely. Well, after you kind of got out of that first phase of kind of like the the – I always call it the honeymoon phase, right? So everything is amazing. Coco beware. Yeah, who cares? You know, it's all great. Uh, but once you kind of got out of that, what kept you into wrestling? You know, a lot of people, when you grow up a wrestling fan, there's that little stage where it's like, you know, everyone else thinks it's nerdy and you kind of, well, is it nerdy? You know what I mean? Like, so who was those guys after Hulk Hogan, that period that kind of kept you getting into, you know, staying a wrestling fan? Well, of course, I mean, obviously the Undertaker has been there nonstop throughout the whole, you know, the whole duration of my fandom. The Undertaker is always really, really a big, uh, big superstar for me. Also like Diesel, uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, you know, those guys that, that kind of did, they hung in there, you know, through the 90s when it was kind of in that lull. And, you know, there was a lot of things that could be seen as, yeah, that is a little dumb. And looking back, it's like, ah, it is what it is. But, um, you know, and then honestly, when I got into later high school years and college, I was like just so super busy and swamped and stuff. I kind of, you know, slacked off. I wasn't watching Raw all the time. I'd kind of keep up, you know, reading websites and stuff like that, but uh, didn't really jump back in like full force watching everything until like WrestleMania 25. So kind of like the Attitude Era now with the network, I've kind of had to go back and kind of enjoy some of that stuff, you know, really even for the first time. But um, that's that's kind of, you know, I had a little bit of a drop-off there, you know, in the teens, mm-hmm. the WrestleManias that were in the teens. Those are some of the ones that I've had to go back and, and really, uh, you know, enjoy them. So. Well, kind of going along with that, uh, you, you had mentioned you're kind of a DIY and obviously – Creating a business, I think anyone that creates a business has that a little bit in them. Uh, but you mentioned that you're the DIY kind of thing, and you also mentioned you were in some music. Tell us a little bit about that. Kind of what music were you playing? What, what were you into uh, as far as an influence in music? Well, I uh, growing up, I of course always I just I love the rock and roll, heavy metal, hair metal, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, around about 96, I actually went to go to like kind of like one of my first real concert experiences. It was actually at Worlds of Fun uh, there in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and I saw MXPX. They're a punk band from Seattle, and I really got into that whole pop punk scene and you know Blink-182, Green Day, a lot of those bands. And so I was actually in a pop punk band uh, I guess probably for maybe like three years there, right at the end of high school, beginning of college. And it was actually there in Kansas City uh, that, that most of that took place. The band was called 61 Times, and we played kind of all over the city. And we got to be really popular with, like, junior high girls. 
Uh, you yes. know, we were all like... <laughs> <laughs> the goal of any band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Juniors and seniors in high school. And, man, you know, we were hot with them eighth graders, man. And uh, so, yeah, you know, we were the Bieber of the times, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. at least the local the local Bieber. Oh, like, right. Summit Bieber, yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the area. But, you know, it was, it was really fun. We did a CD, and I think we sold like a thousand copies of it there, and... You know, eventually we kind of all parted ways. A lot of those guys that were in the band, they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. It's still something that I, you know, I'd love to get back into. But, uh, you know, kind of, I guess I grew up a little bit and was like, I don't really have time to, you know, be a rock star anymore. So let's uh, do something adult like uh, print panties. Yeah, after you make your first billion in underwear sales, <laughs> then you can go back right. and go back with your passion. Yeah. Well, we're, we're putting the band back together. Right? <laughs> and we're wearing Rassleroos. Yeah, that's, that's the whole gimmick <laughs> that's right the whole there. gimmick is you yeah, got to yeah. wear the Rassleroos. Well, it kind of sounds... and boots. <laughs> yes. It kind of sounds like, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're t- the type of wrestling fan, is CM Punk kind of one of those influences? Because it kind of sounds the DIY, the, the, the punk music, you know, being a wrestling fan. Is that one of the guys that helped you get back into wrestling? Well, I'll, let me tell you the truth. If I have to attribute, uh, I mean, if there's any wrestler that I think that has been like a personal inspiration, I'd have to say that's got to be Colt Cabana. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, I found that Art of Wrestling podcast, and I started listening to a few episodes of, you know, kind of the guy that I was, uh, you know, guys that I had heard of before. You know, you had Daniel Bryan on or, or uh, you know, Claudio Castagnoli, uh, sure. you know, Cesaro. And I would listen to those, but then I was like, man, I really like this guy. I like his attitude. I kind of like what he's doing. And I was in the middle of a, uh, you know, kind of a transition, you know, like, you know, am I going to leave, you know, this job that I'm at? Am I going to start something new? And we were thinking about selling our house and kind of just like taking the money from the sale of the house and investing it into starting businesses for our own and just really going full DIY with it. And man, the more I listened to Cabana's podcast, it was just, you know, inspiring. Like, here's a guy that is kind of outside of the corporate machine, and he's doing what he loves, and he's making a living doing it. And, you know, he's not a multimillionaire necessarily, but he's comfortable, and he's happy, and he's enjoying it. And so the more I listened to it, the more I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And so we just started to, you know, start little things here, little things there, and one thing led to another, and now this is it's something that's actually taken off. So, But uh, Cabana, of course, I mean, CM Punk is absolutely love that dude every everything he's done i love especially even now with you know him stepping out of wwe and pursuing other things i uh, love them both of those guys have been a big influence so so i uh yeah as to take one quick step back as you were talking about the getting the band back together and wearing rassle ruse and boots i think i got if you haven't thought of this already you should make the the knee-high socks that match the boots that the <laughs> that the tights would be and you'd have the whole package at this point how about this? I would be lying if I told you we aren't already working on see? it. See? <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Great minds think alike here, yeah. Absolutely. You are a businessman. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. Well, kind of going along, and we apologize for kind of jumping everywhere, but it's one of those. Not at all. It's a those, unique, uh, we don't normally get yeah, somebody we, from this scope. Right, that. exactly. What, what is, and this may, may be too broad of a question, even though you guys are just starting out, but what's kind of the goal with Rassleroos? Obviously, you know, you want to make money. Make that's, money, yeah, right. Yeah. That's the number one thing. But what is kind of the the the, the mission statement, I guess, or, or the goal with Rassleroos? Well, honestly, you know, the the idea being that 
ultimately, there's a lot of lot of themed T-shirt companies that are you know found a great niche you know in different markets you know even I mean you even got people that are making money selling My Little Pony merch right, you know, directly right, yeah. towards mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. to all the, the bronies, bronies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so uh, you know as we started talking about it, Rapsal Ruse is it's one of the first things that we're going to start doing. And once that it gets established and we kind of uh, you know, continue to grow and get it to a place where it's successful and sustainable. We'd like to branch out into other different markets, other niches. Um, you know, other ones that we've talked about are even uh, doing a racing ruse for NASCAR fans. Mm-hmm. Right. And, of course, the skid mark jokes are already there just waiting, <laughs> yes. to, be, just yes. waiting to be written. Yeah, so, you know, that, that's one of the goals is to maybe, you know, just how people have the, you know, the different T-shirt companies and different merch, things like that. Like, maybe we'd be the, you know, the underwear guys, you know. We've got underwear kind of for lots of different genres, stuff like that. But for Rafferty specifically, I love pro wrestling, and this is something that allows me to be involved in that world. I mean, honestly, right now, it doesn't necessarily take up all of my time. It's not something that I'm having to put in 40, 50, 60 hours a week on. Um, I still do, like, I'd say probably 90% of the work on my own. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we can get it to a place where it's sustainable and bringing in income, I'm, you know, of course, I'd love to make millions doing it. But, you know, even even if we just made continuous thousands and I was able to travel around and, uh, you know, sell the merch at wrestling shows and go to the pay-per-views and the WrestleMania weekends and interact with the fans and build good relationships within that, man, that's that's good enough for me. That's that's really exciting. This is, you know, me kind of monetizing one of my hobbies. So I get to watch wrestling and go to wrestling events and write it off as a business expense. I picture an interesting situation <laughs> happening where you get pulled over on your way to the next wrestling event and the cop has to look through your trunk and he sees... Just boxes of underwear. <laughs> I mean, just underwear after underwear with stars. And I mean, t- trying to explain your way out of that one. <laughs> Are you a wrestling fan well, officer? <laughs> right, exactly. I'd be like, you know, you want those Ric Flair ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> yeah. We got Big Boss Man. We got that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it comes with a nightstick. <laughs> <laughs> nightstick is included when you buy it. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> officer. Right. Uh, well, have you taken this product to a wrestling show? Has that been something you've done since uh, the company's still, you know, kind of uh, gaining some traction? Actually, we uh, we're actually starting in 2015. We've got three events booked already. We're actually going to be selling at the Wizard World Comic Con event. Wow. And, uh, We'll be selling at the event in New Orleans, the event in Portland, and then uh, we'll actually be at WrestleCon in San Jose during WrestleMania weekend. Wow. Man, that those are some pretty big gigs you've got. What, what's <laughs> been the reaction? Obviously, amongst wrestling fans, you know, me, me and Captain Awesome, we think this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, like we said, it's a, it's a no-brainer. But kind of outside of the bubble, what's kind of been the reception you've got about WrestleRoos? Well, you know, I think there's two kinds of wrestling fans. There's those that, you know, I call them the, you know, the mouth-breathing basement dwellers that, you know, are just going to always, they're just going to be negative about anything and everything. And so, you know, we do get a lot of, you know, feedback from those type of people that's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You know, who would ever wear these, that type of thing. That honestly you know, a lot of those kind of people, they, they're the ones that are going to see it first because they're on the Internet all the time. Yeah. And so that was a lot of the initial feedback was actually kind of negative. But over the last couple of months, 
we've kind of hit a vein and we've, we've found a little bit more mainstream attention. And that, that uh, feedback has been like 100% positive. I mean, people absolutely loving the stuff. And, um, you know, everybody from uh, Zach Ryder, Noel Foley, uh, those people, they've got Rascal Ruse and, you know, different people, you know, giving a shout out on Twitter and, and, you know, we'll send a pair to this person or that person. And everybody's just been really excited about it. So once you get past those first few negative people and you realize it's okay, like they're just going to, you know, they're going to be down on anything. And you just kind of keep going. I think as a whole, the mainstream, I think that they're actually really positive. We'll, we'll work out a deal too, where we'll we'll allow you to put our faces on some underwear if people want some Spanish <laughs> Nouns Table ones. I mean, that's Absolutely, what, yeah, we can plan all that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to talk about, you kind of mentioned about the mainstream, you know, uh, feedback, and one of the big things recently, and I don't know how uh, how comfortable you are about talking about this, but the the big CM Punk interview was everywhere. But towards the end of that interview, what they had mentioned. Is the story about how CM Punk saw you with the Colt Cabana shirt? Uh, if you want to, kind of share your side of that story. What was it like for you to go through that whole experience? Well, I mean, I'll, let's say this: it was totally surreal. Like, what are the chances, right? So, kind of the backstory on it is that I actually sent Colt Cabana a pair of the Russell Roos, just with a little note, like, "Hey, man, just wanted to send you some of these. Thanks. Uh, listen to every episode." You know, you kind of inspired us to take the step and start doing something that we we love to do, and and uh, and so I had sent him those, but he he was on tour in Japan, and you know I had sent it weeks weeks before and kind of forgot about it. Well, we walk into this breakfast place, and it's it was in Beverly Hills, and great pancakes. And if you guys know punk, punk loves his pancakes, and these pancakes absolutely amazing. So a group of friends of uh, mine and my wife, we walk in. And, of course, I, being a wrestling fan and as hardcore as I am, I actually wore a Colt Cabana shirt in Beverly Hills to a nice <laughs> breakfast place. And uh, you got to represent, you know. Right. And, of I walk in, and as soon as I walked in the door, I looked right to the back, and, like, he saw me walk in. I saw him. I mean, there is, you know, the best in the world, CM Punk, sitting there enjoying his breakfast. And I immediately was like, oh, my gosh, like, the cat's out of the bag. Like, he sees me wearing the shirt. Like, okay, I'm just going to go sit down. We're not going to – I'm not going to go over and talk to him immediately. Do I – you know. And I was even going back and forth. Like, do I say hi? Do I not say hi? Mm-hmm. So we sit down and we eat. The waitress comes over and says, hey, that guy in the corner, he just bought your lunch. And she goes, he's really hot. Who is he? <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> we're like, oh, that's – you know, that's – CM Punk, he's the, you know, former WWE champ. I mean, really, really famous guy. And she goes, well, he just bought your pancakes. And so we're like, okay, now we at least have to say thanks, you know. So, um, you know, once he was done and we were kind of finishing up, we saw him walking towards the door. So we met him at the door and just, hey, thank you so much and, and everything. And I actually, and this is so random, like I actually had, you made a joke earlier about having Rassle Roos in your trunk. I actually had Rassle Roos in my trunk. <laughs> yes. yes. Come to my, come to my car. So, I got underwear in there, man. You got to see it. <laughs> right, right. And so I actually, I actually had gone out to the car, and I was like, you know, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll give him a pair, you know, if, if he, if, I'll see if he wants one. And, and so I brought, him, I brought him inside, and when we talked to him, I, I showed him. He's like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, I saw those on, on, Ryder, on Zach Ryder's Instagram. 
And, uh, you know, I said, hey, you can have some if you want. He's like, oh, I'm good. I don't need that. And he's like, I hope I'm not offending you by not taking the raffler. He's like, oh, no. Not, not taking your all. underwear from you. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, he's like, you know, I was like, you know, I wouldn't want to walk around with underwear in my pocket all day either. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but I mean, he was so, so nice, super nice. And, you know, we, you know, shook hands, said, have a good day. And, you know, I didn't get a picture with him. He, he looked like he was, you know, ready to ready to roll. Obviously, he was about ready to go bounce around with the Gracie brothers, right. and Perry and Beverly Hills, right down the street from their, from their gym. But uh, it was a great, uh, great interaction. But come to find out, he was tweeting Colt at that same time, or texting Colt at the same time, and Cabana had opened the package that had the Rasslers in it at that same exact time, that same day. And wow. he was like, hey, I just, I just uh, bought this guy wearing uh, your shirt <laughs> breakfast at this place, and I tweeted out, like, hey, CM Punk just bought us breakfast. It's always good to wear a Cabana shirt. And I tweeted from the Rasslers account, and it was like the Rasslers guys sent Cabana Rasslers, Punk buys some pancakes on the same day. It was just like the universe aligned. Right. They, told the story on the, they told the story on the podcast. My Twitter starts blowing up, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning on, uh, you know, the day before Thanksgiving. And I'll tell you this, my traffic and sales were definitely up after that podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'll let you know, uh, we're probably not going to drive the sales up as much. We hope so. We We hope hope to do that. But I don't know if you're going to get that that, type of traction from this. You might get four or five new (laughs) sales. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about... you know, blowing up the Twitter account, as it were. But yeah. Well, real quick, yeah. kind of well, go ahead. Uh, well, actually, and I was gonna, I was gonna say, as grand total, we've spent about twenty bucks on advertising so far with the business. We've just done Twitter and Facebook, and I think we paid for twenty bucks of Facebook ads, at Facebook ads, to see how it would go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, Cabana actually, he mentioned this uh, at the very end of the podcast the week before, and I, had, I, didn't, I didn't even realize it until I went back and listened to that episode later. But uh, just those shout-outs from him, I mean, that's been uh, way, way more advertising traffic than I, I could have purchased for my 20 bucks. So it's definitely been a bump. Very appreciative to those guys. That is super cool. Well, let's get into there's something we like to do with every guest that we have on the show, and that's we are the Spanish announce table, and we had this great idea of we're going to ask every guest the same five questions so we can see the varied responses over time. And we're going to get I love it. And we're going to get to know you now as a pro wrestling right. fan cuz like we mentioned, this isn't really the the uh pro wrestling interview per se. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get to know you here and so we're we're pretty so, pumped about and, that. And the whole thing is, you know, we're we're trying to be unique and we're trying to have flavor and we can't, you know, it's five questions but that's pretty lame to just call it five questions. So we're the Spanish announce table. We came up with something we like to call Cinco All right. Are you ready for your preguntas? Well, hold on. I, I am. I am pregunta. I am so ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first off, that girl sounds pretty hot, doesn't she? <laughs> I was. I was. That is. That makes me want to answer them in a slightly mm-hmm. deeper voice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you a fun story, <laughs> and for longtime listeners, they know it well. But I always like to tell guests the first time they're on. So the first time Captain Awesome had made that intro. Uh, he he's married and I am single. So when he made the intro, I go, Captain, like, hey man, who's who's the girl? Like, help me out. And uh, he informed me that it is uh, uh, it's Google Translate when you put in uh, how because I put in how do you say five questions and they have a little you know click to say it. So yeah, so yeah, T Max. So I fell for Google Translate. So it's yep. pretty awesome. Bruh. So so. Dude. You, 
So she's you, always available. To yes. You. Always available whenever you need her. That's true. You can, yeah, whatever you need to hear from her, T-Mac, you can just <laughs> type away. So, yeah, you can save your, your man voice uh, for later. I'm not going to make you go through that now. Um, this one's a fairly easy question that most uh, have heard in their time. The first one is, uh, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Rowdy Roddy Piper. I don't think anybody's answered that. I don't think. Not off the top of my head. Oh, my gosh. We've got a lot of uh, Shawn Michaels, Michaels, Ric Flair, Flair, uh things like that, but I don't think we have got Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper, yeah. That's a very unique one. And and you can expand on these. These don't have to be like rapid-fire single answer. What about uh, the hot rod made you go, this is the guy right here? Man, as a kid, I was always, I mean, just, and even to today, like, I've always kind of been attracted to the, to the villain, to the anti-hero, and man, Rowdy Piper back in the day, he was just, he filled that role so well oh, yeah. as opposite Hulk Hogan, and even opposite, you know, moving on later down the road, opposite Hitman Hart, Bad News Brown, and just, he always played Snooker. that role so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, when he cracked the coconut, just out of control, and so... And then his, you know, his entrance with the bagpipes and the kilt, and I, I just loved it. And I've always considered myself a bit of a bit of a smack talker, and nobody does it better than Rod Piper. Oh yeah, that's definitely. A, yeah, that's a good one, definitely. All right, here's the second one, and again, it's kind of a, a universal question as far as wrestling fans go. And again, you can name more than one, but what is your favorite match of all time? Gosh, I I know this is like super cliched, but man. Steamboat Savage from WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. I've probably watched that match more than any any other match. You know, I think that that is just that's one of the ones that I point people to. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, this is pro wrestling. You know, and uh, you know, and I know there's you know backstory as to behind why some people think that that match is not as good as it was. But right. at the time when I saw it, oh my gosh, I loved it. I, I've watched that so many times and. And then also, I'm a big Bruiser Brody fan. Um, mm. I found kind of a, uh, I guess, a black market dealer. I don't know. Somehow <laughs> this guy has every every DVD bootleg you could ever find, and he sells them for, you know, decently cheap. So I've got like a stack of like the worst quality Bruiser Brody matches. And it doesn't matter like what year, who he's fighting. I mean, I can just put that on and just kind of zone out. I just love his style, love watching him. Um, so definitely Steamboat Savage is one of the best matches I've ever seen. But really, Bruiser Brody, even though we never got to see him on a huge stage, uh, you know, even to see him in, in a small arena, you know, beating the mess out of somebody, is that's always fun. Well, I've actually kind of gone on this Bruiser Brody kick uh, outside of the show, kind of, you know, like like you said, you put some matches on to just zone out after a day. What were some of those feuds that you did like? Because I find that I'm watching a lot of just one-off Bruiser Brody matches. You know what I mean? Like, oh, here he is right. in a tag match with Stan Hansen. Oh, here he is with Abdullah the Butcher. But what kind of, for you, what's that match or, or, or maybe matches or feud that you think of when you think of Bruiser Brody? Well, definitely, I don't know what what it was on. The DVDs I have are not labeled necessarily, but mm-hmm. there's a match between him and Abdul the Butcher. I believe it was in Puerto Rico. Then I think they were in the ring for about two or three minutes, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is them just brawling with each other mm-hmm. all over the stadium. And that is, And I think the whole match itself is probably 20, 25 minutes long, and they just go to town, and it's just brutal. 
and just totally nonsensical. And there's all these like crazy Puerto Rican fans that are like <laughs> getting in the way and getting trampled and stuff. And, and that, I mean, that's what I loved about Bruiser Brody. He was just totally outside of the box. Like we're not doing this in the ring. <laughs> we're, we're going yeah. all over the place. And I think he and Abdullah Butcher just had amazing chemistry oh, yeah. back and forth because they both, you know, Abdullah, not probably not the most athletic guy, but he, probably he not. knew what he, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> he, he knew what he, his strengths were and he was a brawler and a bleeder and that, you know, <laughs> red, red means green, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the next, the next question we have is probably might be a little more difficult maybe for you to answer. It's a little, given your unique scope, we, we, this ought to be interesting. Uh, we would normally ask who's your biggest influence. And so given what you do, that might be a, a little different than, than what we're used to hearing, I would guess. So. Well, you know, honestly, like I said before, like, you know, Cabana, that whole, like, DIY. And so I guess yeah. you could kind of, I would say biggest influence would just be that kind of that indie wrestler attitude that, you know, back hmm. in the territory days, you know, just I love hearing stories about those guys that, you know, they would get in the car and they would drive in the next town and they're going to, you know, do the, bucks, you yeah. know right, right, do, the, do the show that night and then go on to the next town and they're going to, you know, work out and, and, you know, and honestly, because even for a while, my wife and I, after we sold our house, we, uh, you know, we kind of cashed out. We made a bunch of money when we sold the house and we decided just to kind of travel for a year and kind of just kind of unplug and decide what we want to do with the next 30 years of our life. And, Man, and uh, so we were cool. on the road for a, about a year and we went, you know, we would stay at friends' houses and I mean, we drove, you know, everywhere from Florida to Washington to California. I mean, we were just all over the place and, you know, eating at Waffle House and, you know, and just kind of living that road life. And so I love that independent spirit, that whole, you know, old territory days. I love hearing those stories. And so I'd say that, you know, that independent wrestler, that's that's my main influence. You know what's really interesting about that, too, is a lot of people like to romanticize about the indie wrestler or or even the territory days, right? But it's it's right. one thing to say, like, oh, man, that was so cool. But I've done the – I do a lot of the MMA shows in the Midwest, and I hate going from Kansas City to Omaha and then leaving that night and coming back to Kansas City. That's a three hours there, three mm-hmm. hours back. I don't like it. I don't like driving. I don't like anything. So it's it's really a credit to you to like it and then also have like – lived it. Yeah, actually have lived yeah, it. So yeah. that's, that's definitely interesting to, to hear. Um, as we kind of transition to the next question, again, this one might be a little difficult because of uh, the wrestle ruse and all of that. Uh, but what is your favorite term in pro wrestling? And that's far as babyface, he- uh, heel, you know, they're, things they're like carny that. Carny language. Right, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite wrestling term? <laughs> well, I think hands down it has to be brother. <laughs> brother, yes. <laughs> Yes. You slap that. You slap that the end, on the end of any sentence, and you're you're on the inside. I love. Oh it, yeah, you know? I use brother and, uh, about seventeen times an hour in my daily <laughs> life. You know, you got to. Yeah. You got to. We so need some. I definitely say. I'd say brother for sure. You <laughs> know, it's a wrestling fan if they're saying brother. A right. Lot. You go, okay, man. I, you watch wrestling, right? <laughs> I know a guy's got some <laughs> underwear that you can buy. Yeah. We need some wrestling <laughs> right. brothers where it just yes. says brother at the brother. top and just like goes all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll just have it say brother right across the back. We're selling it a two pack for you and your brother. We are giving you idea after idea here. Like I'm it. glad you came on here. All I right. love it. So the fifth and final, we call it a question, but this is not really a question. I, I feel like a fraud when we say Cinco Preguntas because this is more of a thought experiment, okay? Yeah. So I, I need you to to uh, uh, take a journey into the mind with us here, and we're all going to envision that the three of us are sitting in a creative meeting, okay? 
and we are going right. to and we're going to book you in the next big feud. Right? And this is going to take you over the top. I'm talking mania main event, your next big feud with T-Mac. <laughs> Give me the storyline. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm coming out of nowhere. I'm okay. somebody that you have not you've not seen on TV yet. Okay. I'm somebody that is coming from a whole different world altogether. I'm going to show up in the crowd for a few weeks. I'm going to talk a little bit of smack. I'm going to, you know, do something that might not be noticed until the video package a few weeks later. And then after that, we're going to, you know, maybe do a few uh, side angles where we shoot some things in a parking lot or something where I'm maybe stalking him. Because, of course, I've got to be the heel in this situation because yes. that's, that's this where is, I'm coming from. This so is rare. Gonna, Usually T-Mac is the, is, the, is the heel in these stories. This is, so I like this already. There ain't no bigger heel than Jonathan Bowles right over here. <laughs> All right. Right here. That's, that's, I'm, I'm the heel. So, you know, I, I think, honestly, it's going to have to end in some sort of a street fight match because my wrestling skills are probably not up to par. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to have a lot of bells and whistles. But uh, if I could get as much mic time as possible, I think we could sell the pay-per-view. I like that, yeah. I All think right, that's then, T-Mac's uh, strength, too. Well, yeah, and then we got to know, so who goes over? We're at WrestleMania, street fight. Who's going over? Oh, oh you can go over for sure. Yes! Right. <laughs> this is one of the rare ones. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, uh, there's there's a past episode that we did, and we mentioned it earlier in the show, but Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins we did an interview with, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. we, we did the fifth question with them. And this was the morning of a Monday Night Raw that they were doing later on in Kansas City, and... So, so Captain Awesome says, all right, and your storyline is with T-Mac. Yes. I swear to God, both of them were like, this schmuck? They were like, 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 oh, Jesus. This sack of yogurt, <laughs> he ain't winning nothing. And yeah. they just beat he the was cr- like, uh, Seth Rollins was like, like, I guess he won a lottery to like <laughs> yeah. wrestle the shield because that's the only way this will work. <laughs> so thank you so much for at least giving me a win because yeah. everyone yeah. always just wants to shit on me there at the end. So I appreciate hey, it. Hey, so- I'm – I had a match at Mania. I'm fine. I will take a fall. That's awesome. Oh, my God. So give us all the deeds. Where can everybody find it? I mean, is it WrassleRoos.com? What are we talking about here? Give us the, yeah. the Twitters, the Facebooks, the websites. Give us all the details. It's WrassleRoos.com. That's W-R-A-S-S-L-E-R-O-O-S.com. That's the best place to see the products. We've got all the pictures. That's where you can buy them. Actually, right now, we've got a Christmas sale going on where uh, you type in promo code PICK3, and that'll give you any three Rasselroos for 40 bucks. And you can also do uh, the code PICK6, and that'll give you any six Rasselroos for 70 bucks. So if you want to just completely Rasselroos your underwear drawer and replace it all, you know, new year, new drawers, 70 bucks, you can get six pairs. It's a good deal. Actually, the underwear that we print on actually retails for $15 with nothing printed on it. So the, uh, it's a good really quality. Nice it's a good quality draws here. Great, great quality panty for the manty. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then also, I mean, it's actually technically it's a unisex style. So actually, I would say at least half of our customers are girls. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the girls are wearing them too. They're actually, you know, I know it sounds weird for guys. Be like, I don't want to wear no unisex drawers, but <laughs> yeah. like, you're not gonna be able to tell the difference. They just. They seem to fit girls well when they order a size smaller. But we're on Twitter, at Rasselroos, and we're tweeting usually every Raw, every pay-per-view, whether it be NXT or uh, one of the big pay-per-views, and uh, always having fun, giving away stuff. We actually gave away a kind of a one-of-a-kind uh, pair of shorts. We had a pair of uh, kind of like, you know, those real high-cut uh, 1970s 
athletic shorts that were uh, gold, and it had the big mega powers across the back. Nice. We gave those away last night. So we're always doing giveaways and stuff and always tweeting and having fun with that. So we are on Facebook, too, and you just search Rassel Roos, and it'll come up, like our page, and we always post some fun stuff on there, too. So that's us. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, and uh, kind of a side note, here at the Spanish Announce Table, we like to uh, do a little game. It's called Hashtag Tweet the Table. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but uh, definitely maybe off air as we, we mm-hmm. talk just a little bit, maybe we can work out something for our listeners with a Tweet the Table and a Rassle Roo, something like that, where we can uh, maybe uh, get them in contact with you and vice versa so we can kind of build this community a little bit. Absolutely. I'd love to do it. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, this has been uh, amazing, man. Uh, uh, I feel like, yeah, we're going to have to have you back on oh, sometime in the future because I feel like there's just stories for hours and hours here that we're <laughs> going to have to to cover. This has been it, awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on here. Oh, man, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to come on. I will talk wrestling for hours and hours, any era. I love it. And thanks so much for the opportunity. I'm going to have to... I have to tell my cousin thanks for the hookup. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, real quick, uh, since you kind of mentioned that, I mean, we don't really have a time limit. Your favorite era of wrestling. That's another extra pergunta because yeah, you said yeah. every era. What What is your favorite era? My favorite era, that's got to be the 80s. I loved it. That's when I first saw wrestling. And those first five WrestleManias, there's just a different feel about those events that was just it was still a little bit under the radar as far as the mainstream went. It was still a little bit of that old school. And uh, a lot of those guys back in the day, it was just kind of a, you know, it just, it was larger than life, but it wasn't over the top. You know, it was, it was still, it had a little bit of brutality to it, a little bit of, uh, you know, still showmanship and, and a lot of, you know, flair and stuff like that. But it wasn't uh, super produced back in those days. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I I really enjoyed wrestling in the '80s. Awesome, man. Well, good. Well, like like Captain said, we're gonna get you on again. Uh, we we have so many things to cover. I know, but we don't want to take up too much of your time because we know you're busy with all of these sales. Uh, so we will definitely have you on again. As we mentioned, thank you again for having us on, or <laughs> you having us. Um, and uh, as we go off air, stay on with with us just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, stay on the line. We're going to cut the outro, and we'll and we'll talk to the listeners just a little bit. But stick with us because we'll give you some of the details on on when we post this and all, and all that kind of jazz so that we won't bore the listeners with. So so stick with us for Sounds just a good, second, brother. Yes, <laughs> thank you, brother. And yeah, stick on the line. We're gonna we're gonna cut out of here. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. T-Mac, this was awesome, dude. That guy is, is great. Yeah, and what a – seriously, like, what a passionate fan. That's the first thing that came across, at least for me, is like, yeah, he's doing a great business, but he's not just a guy trying to make a dollar. It's a wrestling right. fan trying to do some wrestling things. Yes, so. and, and it's unique. We haven't had anybody like this, and that's what's really cool about it. I like the, the spirit behind it. And, again, who doesn't love – I, I want to put on some wrestleroos and look at my fat body in the mirror and envision <laughs> that I'm a pro wrestler for a little while. I mean, what, how does it get any better? Than <laughs> how that, does man? it get any better? So, as we mentioned, Tweet the Table, that's coming up in our next segment. So, we're going to cut a quick break and, and talk to him off air. But uh, when we come back, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Tweet the Table, my favorite segment of the show. Mm-hmm. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... At the University of Canada, there is a puppy room where students can go and play with puppies to relieve stress. Hmm. Might need that during Raw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TrainingTopicsNetwork.com
Hey sports fans, have you heard about the Heavy Hitter Network? Well if not, I'm here to let you know. If you love sports and just can't get enough, then you need to go to heavyhitternetwork.com. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. Because here, you will find tons of great sports podcasts created by sports fans for sports fans. No more bandwagon radio. We discuss all sports teams from a sports fan's perspective. We cover baseball, football, basketball, hockey. Not to mention, we even have podcasts that cover pro wrestling, pop culture, and competitive eating, and many more podcasts to come. So go now to heavyhitternetwork.com and find out what other sports fans already know. If you want to listen to Sports Talk Radio without a slant, then you need to hit up the Heavy Hitter Network today. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. To tweet the table on the Spanish announce table. If I told you I was going to tweet on the Spanish announce table, what would you think? Wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> tweet the table. We have a special in-studio guest, Heavy Set. Heavy, how's it going? Oh, that's right. We did have it. We did have it. And we will in the future. But the most important thing about if I Tweet the put Table. Up that audio as a secondary clip so people could just... No. Just... I mean, yeah, Just, if you want to, you yeah, know, sure. Yeah. Uh, but the most important thing about Tweet the Table is next week. Next week! Rasselruse.com. Oh, yeah. Rasselruse.com yep. presents Tweet the Table, where the best what, Tweet what, the Table yeah. will uh, be picked. Explain pick- to me how they present Tweet the Table. What? Explain to me how, how a, a website, a store, can, can present Tweet the Table. I'm confused. Well, let me explain. Yes. That's what I was doing. Do it. Okay. I'm excited. Here we go again. Rasselruse.com presents. What does that mean? Would you stop? <laughs> Rasselruse.com presents Tweet the Table, where myself and Captain Awesome will yes. pick the best hashtag Tweet the Table. Yes. The winner will get a three pack, three pack of Rasselruse. Rasselruse. Courtesy of Jonathan mm. Smoking Bowls. Jonathan Smoking Bowls. Spoiler alert. Uh, that's all I'm going to call it. Spoiler for now. alert. Jonathan, you don't like it, tell me, but. I am going to tell Spoiler you. Spoiler alert. The best tweet of the night. It's going to be for me. No, we're not I'm eligible. Winning. I'm winning. We're not eligible. Whatever. I'm going to make up a damn Twitter name. No. Yeah. Yeah. God. I'm getting those rassleroos, man. If a new person. I'm getting those rassleroos. If a new person wins this. No, I'm going to make it like WIR Cataclysmic with a C, and you're not going to know because you don't see them. I see them now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. No, because now you've... Damn it, Captain. Because now everyone's going to just go, fuck that, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All right, fine, I won't do that. I'll just yeah. buy my own Rassel Ruse. There. Does that make you happy? It's Christmas, ask Jesus for it. Jesus Christ. Yes? Yeah, oh yeah. Honey? Yeah, ask for some goddamn underwear. How many times do men get underwear for Christmas? Now they'll like now it. Now they'll like Yay! it. Yay! Hello? All right, let's get into it. Tweet the table. T-Mac, tell them what that is. All you got to do is use hashtag, or if you're old school, pound sign, followed by, followed by all one word. All one word. Tweet the table. That's a long, all one word, tweet the table. No. No. No? You're really antsy on this. Hashtag, all one word, tweet the table. I really want to. Hashtag, tweet the table. You know. Second time we're doing this this week. 
because Studio A sucks. And you've already gave me the whole UFC's the best sport thing, and now i got to go through this. Oh, it's not the best sport. UFC. Or whatever it's, it's a sport. No, it's not. It's not the best sport. See, so I've got to go through this twice, uh-huh. and now i got to go through this? Yeah. W-I-R I'm trying to be positive and patient. W-I-R Cataclysmic says, reading SmackDown spoilers. And I see Santino as the guest GM for the night. Guess I ain't watching SmackDown this week. Hashtag tweet the table. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't watched SmackDown. In, oh, well, I'm ugh. saying Santino doesn't drive me to watch wrestling oh, yeah, no, anymore. Huh? If you I see him on time. there, I'm not going to, you know, I'll see what he's going to do. But I'm not seeking out Santino for anything. Right. Kiwi Tuts. Hashtag to the table. JoJo's announcing on NXT is so bad. She is so shouty, if that's actually a word. She ain't got anything on the captain. Hells yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Lillian at one time sucked too, and then she became the voice mm-hmm. of WWE. Mm-hmm. So give her time. Positive Still and patient. Still better than Lillian. Mr. DRG underscore you? WIR. Oh, yeah, you are, but I'm just oh, saying. Oh, come on. Mr. DRG underscore WIR. Hashtag T-Max dad is so manly. How manly is he? Oh. He has one move of doom, and the IWC never bitches about it. Hashtag tweet the table. He does. He does. It's a left punch right it's to the face. a left punch to the testicles. <laughs> B-76, watching Diet Raw with my five-year-old son. He says that Harper guy is ugly, and he is chanting, we want Ziggler. Hashtag tweet the table. Don't push Ziggler, though. Yeah, no, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah we got him. The kids love Cena. At Katie Wright's. Katie. The great Katie Schamberger says CM Punk just signed with the UFC. Whoa. Hashtag tweet the table. That was Keanu Reeves chiming in there. Uh, it was shocking. I Whoa. will say that. We need a sound clip of Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Whoa. Theo, 75. New? I think so. He might have done one or two before. Hashtag tweet the table. Randy Orton can't cut a promo to save his life. Yeah, that's always been the case. He's good when he really wants to be, though. He's good when he he's, I'm it. better than you. If he believes it, Which he's a great pro. He thinks he's better Absolutely than you. Absolutely, does. Yeah. yeah. It, it's when he's, I'm mad, I'm vicious. Nah. Big show is mine tonight. Yeah, yeah stop. What's my line? Yeah. Toons Brian. Was Dana, oh, by the way, Toons Brian, co-host of Toons. You know where you can find that? TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Mm-hmm. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com is great. Very, very Check good. out the other shows on there. Constantly on the lookout for new and good shows. If you've got a good show and want to be on the Trending Topics Network, hit me up at tableshow at gmail.com and we can see if uh, what we can discuss. We'll see if you're, if, uh, you know, we'll put it up for vote. Hit me up. Toons Brian says, was Dana White signing Punk to compete in UFC more about Punk or McMahon Lesnar? Hashtag tweet the table. It was more about making money. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You think there's no like, oh yeah? No. Oh yeah? No. Oh yeah? What would be the oh yeah? Oh yeah? Oh yeah, what? You're going to take one of my big name draws and take one of yours. What do you mean? He was Vince's big name draw before. Yeah, but he got bigger worldwide fame out of the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still, people were watching initially because- Well, yeah, but he was my big name draw. Now you took him away from me. I'm trying to sign him back and he won't go. He's going to stay with you. Screw you. The guy you're trying to sign back, take him. I just think it's about making money. GBL 316. Y'all had a well-expressed great and back or great back and forth with, about Punk and Vince podcasts. Hashtag tweet table, hashtag ratings. We did. Go back and listen. It was good. Yeah. Let's We're hope pretty for more smart. of that. 
let's hope for more. Hey, of that. We're pretty smart, man. We get we get funny and we get silly and zany on this show sometimes. I mean, we throw in a every once in a while, but uh, we're we're we can also get deep and get serious. Mm-hmm. Let's get weird. All right, Mister <laughs> Mister Drg underscore Wir T Max Dad is so manly. He never ran away from Bruiser Brody swinging a chain. Hashtag sweet table. Your dad met Bruiser Brody. Mm-hmm. He uh, he hates pro wrestling more yeah, than yeah. anything, but he will always say how he met Bruiser Brody and Bulldog Bob Brown. Yeah. That's it. That's crazy, though. But he hates pro wrestling. Yeah. He always goes, these fucking pussies in underwear, you watch this shit? Always says it. Really? Ever since I was like two. <laughs> They're not pussies. <laughs> not all of them. Dearman PC, a stairs match. Really? Yeah. And those are steps. table, sorry. Yeah, and those are steps. Stairs is like at a house. <laughs> yeah, they're steps. It's a <laughs> steps match. <laughs> it's a steps match. It's a steps match. Yeah, it is. Tables, ladders, chairs, and steps. Mm-hmm. God, just look. What? So you're allowing one weapon. I guess it's a chairs match. You're allowing one weapon. Very specific. Steps. What's next? The ring bell match. Everybody come see it. The ring bell match. Fuck that. Yeah. You awake over there? Huh? You sure about that? Yes. Hallmark of Swede. You're just on one tonight. You're hashtag, just re-recording. You are whoop, whoop, whoop. Hashtag tweet the table. Okay, T-Mac, you fuckhole. Hey, man. The anonymous GM actually said himself, I'm back, ergo, I'm the same person and I'm back. Look, I don't know that I agree with that. He didn't say, I'm back as the guy behind the anonymous GM moniker. Just the anonymous GM is back. The anonymous GM. He doesn't always have to see the same person or be the same person behind the curtain. Right. To be back. But if he did say that, then I stand corrected, which, hey, we've had episodes where I've apologized. Well, but he's saying him saying I'm back means I'm the same person and I'm back. Which is not what that means. I'm back. The anonymous GM, I'm back. Just so happens last time the anonymous GM was... Hornswoggle. Ugh. But I think they're getting away from it. I, I, I think, think I think it was just a one time. Yeah. Heavy set. Who was here? Yeah, heavy. Big Johnny. People power. Hashtag save us, Big Johnny. Hashtag you, Okay, hold on. You have to put this at the end of the show because he does an amazing Johnny. I know he does an amazing Johnny. Next time he's on. Yeah. T- uh, heavy set. When we have you on for Tweet the Table, when you do the call in. Mm-hmm. Do the Big Johnny for us. Yep. Yep. The Iceman forever. So Cole still feels the need to tell us how to download the damn WWE app. I think by now we have it figured out. Hashtag shut up, Cole. Hashtag tweet the table. Yep. I don't. What? Um, I is don't it know. a rib now? Yeah, it is. At Mr. DRG underscore WIR. So Hallmark and Mike from Boston provide proof. And magically, the audio gets scrambled. Hashtag blame T-Mac. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag blame them. We <laughs> heard we heard audio errors. Yeah. And I as, heard, soon as, yeah, as soon as we bring up the fact that there's audio errors, then when we... Uh-huh. As soon, look, if you go back, there's not a thing wrong with the audio. Mm-hmm. We play that clip, what happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first four segments. But yeah. in the segment that I get... Take the clip that he sends me. Then it's all messed up. And listen, I listen to that. You're very good at audio editing. 
You're decent. Your I hurt our trained radio veteran ears. I've been doing this for seven years. Yep. I've been yeah. Listen, I heard the clips and the fades. Okay? I heard it. Mm-hmm. Now, it took a lot of time. I understand that you spent hours cutting up and mixing and, and working on that audio to make it sound as as clear and as as believable as you could to somebody who doesn't know what to listen for. Yep. And you clearly, clearly put a virus on the file. Mm-hmm. And it lasted a whole week because it scrambled the whole show last week. The whole show. So now I believe you sent a virus. Who's got the conspiracy now? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Myth huh? busted. Huh? Myth busted. Uh-huh. Double A. Myth busted. Underscore W-I-R. Hashtag T-Max dad. Doesn't usually drink beer, but when he does, he prefers Dos Equis. Hashtag tweet the table. He's always been a light beer drinker. Ugh. His real uh, drink of choice, mm-hmm. Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. I'm a beam guy. I'm a gin and tonic. I like Jim Beam. I like gin and tonic. Well, if I'm drinking whiskey, I like a bourbon, like a Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Jack Daniels a bourbon? I don't think it is. I think it's a different kind of whiskey. B-Double, 76. Diet Raw is actually better than Raw. Lots of wrestling, and you get highlights of Raw all in two hours. No need to watch Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, yeah. yeah. Right now, guys, you should be watching NXT TakeOver. Yeah. You mentioned last time, when we actually recorded this the first time, mm-hmm. that one of your... Things that makes you feel the best about what we've been doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Here's my hope is I love that we now have catchphrases yeah. in, like, our own kind of language. Yes. You know? And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope there's one day when we're interviewing an indie wrestler from Cleveland. Right. You know? Yeah. And we get to question four of Cinco Preguntas. Yeah. And we say, what is your favorite term. wrestling term? Yep. And this is hypothetical let's say it's episode 200 which i yep. hope we'll still be doing sure we will right i hope he says like diet raw diet raw or god. something that we've come up with yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god if he yes. says hashtag diet raw yeah or not obviously yeah, he yeah, hashtag, right, right, but, yeah. but if he's like oh diet raw is my favorite diet term raw, yeah, yeah. smackdown sucks yeah yeah i would just li- oh no, something yeah yep. yeah it probably won't be diet raw but there's so many things that we i say. hope so yeah at wir cataclysmic ratchet or rat shit. <laughs> Either way, Sasha Banks is fucking hideous. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't know if she's hideous. Her match tonight with Charlotte. Yeah? I told you Yeah, this. you were telling me it was good. Could have been the best yet. women's match I've ever seen. Ever seen. Definitely in the last You're talking recent memory. Lita Tristratus. Yeah. You're talking Mickey James, Taryn Terrell. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. She was, they did the match. Oh, no. It was Taryn Terrell and Gil Kim. Well, who did the... the Ladders match? That no, was but they also did... Somebody did one that, that, that was on TNA, uh, a Mickey James. Maybe it was Gail Kim. Maybe it was Gail Kim. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. That Mad Ox sound... Oh, no. Sounds more like a Chewbacca sex noise. Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> you know... That's something you just you love, don't you? How can you not love it? Uh, well, listen to it. If he comes out with horns, <laughs> hooves, uh, furry pants, and he's the mad ox, <laughs> come on. 
Oh, man. Brad the Mad Ox. <laughs> Mad Ox. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. There we go. Something better. <laughs> that's better. Yeah. Oh, that's better <laughs> yeah. than the Mad Ox. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, where was I? All right. Katie writes. Katie. Gross. I never want to see John Laurinaitis again. Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag that freaking voice. Hashtag people power sucks. I was never a big fan of his. I liked him. I think he was it was just I don't know, man. I liked well, him. Well, I think the the thing that made him unique is the thing that I just tuned out. Because it was so Hey guys. I just stopped listening. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put forth effort. Yeah, yeah. So I that's actually why I don't really remember anything about him. Yeah. I'm indifferent because I never knew what the fuck he was saying, so I didn't I care. I always thought they were going somewhere with the phone because he was always texting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Always texting. So I thought, is he being pulled? Is it the puppets, you know? like. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we'll see a higher power, as it were. Right. Blue Kazoo 512, the one time of the year where Jerry... Wears a suit to raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Say what you want. I, I thoroughly do. think. Bitch. I thoroughly. Cock. <laughs> Should I? Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> we'll get back to that. All right. I thoroughly think he's the best at hosting WWE he events. He hosts a great event. He always does great at that. Yeah. Because it, it's one of those where he's he can talk. He can talk. He never fumbles. And he's personable. He's personable, and he doesn't have to really interact with anyone. No, exactly. I mean, he interacts with the crowd well, but he yeah. doesn't have to play right. off anyone. Yeah. And if it's not JR, he really doesn't do great. Mm. Rated R. Swagger isn't the only real American in the back. Can we please get someone else? Hashtag tweet table. Yes. Who? Every time they're feuding. Who? I don't know, but you could. Come on. Who? Yeah. Who? I don't know. You know who? Oh, God. <laughs> The, the Mad Ox. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's time for the Mad Ox. <laughs> you know who else? Who else came from working class America? Who's that? He came from working class America, and he says, I'm going to stop Rusev. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop him because I'm American, and I'm tired of this. Right? Yeah. Rusev says, whoever you are, you're not going to stop me. And he goes on a rampage. He beats up people around the place. And they go back to that guy and say, why didn't you stop it? You said you were going to stop it. He'll say, see, I would have stopped it tonight, but I was in the bathroom taking a dump. Yeah. So it makes sense. I get it. <laughs> Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. Holler! If you hear me. Yeah? I think we're. I think he's going to be brought up later in Tweet the Table. Scott Steiner and Rusev. It'd be something. Scott Steiner talking to Lana. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Come on. He'd say, you want to work out with me? No. That literally might be exactly <laughs> how she would sound, too. Take your clothes off and lay on that bench. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you got that? Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off. <laughs> All right. The Iceman. Forever. We were going to plug an event, but I guess it got canceled, huh? Mm-hmm. That sucks. The Iceman says, Mizdow rules. Hashtag to the table. Do I love Mizdow. 
I love him, but I feel like as soon as they break up, he's done. He's always found a way to stay relevant. Yeah, you've always been a Damian Sandow guy. Yeah, I mean, even when he had the money in the bank. I'm a Sandow guy. You are. Yeah. I mean, when he cashed in that money in the bank and you sent me the text, you marked out like I've never seen anyone mark out. I know. I had marked out in ages and Mm -hmm. haven't since. Yeah. The Undertaker streak breaking. Marked out. I don't even know if it's a mark out. Just shock. Right, yeah. yeah. You felt genuine emotion. Yeah. Katie writes, Katie! Charlotte is the future of the Divas division, and I'm so incredibly excited about it. Hashtag tweet the table. I think pages. I think they're both the future of the Divas division. But there's one. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. Who's the guy right now? John Cena. Okay. There's always one. Okay. And what I'm saying is I think it's Paige. Okay. Now, I, I think. Who is it right now? Who and what? Who's the diva right now? AJ. Who was it right before AJ? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I they would didn't say, have one. No, that's the problem. Well, obviously, but there is yeah, one. You yeah. know what I mean? For a while, it was the Bellas. No, I would actually say uh, Eve Torres. Eve Torres, yeah. She did the thing with Zack Ryder. She did uh, the championship yeah. thing where she would pose next to him after she beat him like she, like she was a game <laughs> right. player. Right, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was her. Katie first lady AJ. from one Katie to another. Could we have an NXT match on Raw once a week, please? Hashtag tweet the table. I think what, I, I understand what yes. she's saying because I agree yes. with the talent. Uh-huh. Although I think once a month would be better. I agree. Once a week, again, is your Tootsie Roll comparison. Right, exactly. Just once Heavy a month. set, 330. AJ Lee. It's almost as tall as the slammy. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. <laughs> Kimberly Lachey. That's new, right? Says, yeah. Says awesome show show so far. Hashtag tweet the table. She was referring to Raw because we have an auto tweeter that goes out every hour during uh during the show. During the shows, the wrestling shows. Says, hey, hey, hey. Well, hey. Shit. Thank you. Hashtag tweet the table. Thank you for tweeting the table. Yes. And remember, yes, next if you want week, some underwear. If you want to opportunity to win yourself some free underwear courtesy of rasselroos.com dot com dot com uh tweet table next week we need to get like a, a promo code we need to talk to rasselroos and see if they can get like a five percent discount or something for rasselroos if they use tweet the table as a promo code we're gonna figure uh-huh. something out great guy huh great guy blue yeah if you do that now, that won't work. Yeah, Anybody yeah. listen to my yeah, thing yeah, right yeah. now? Don't do that now. It's not going to work. You yeah, can yeah. do it. It won't work. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. we need to make something happen like that. Mm-hmm. Blue Kazoo 512 says, guess they didn't keep with Big Red. Hashtag tweet the table. There's too many Big Reds. Yeah. The gum. The Big Red 1. The Big Red 1 at Fort Riley. Yep. Nebraska uh, football. Nebraska football. There's too much. <laughs> Fired their coach. Nine and three every year at least. At least. Fuck out of here. We're going to go hire a 60-year-old man from Oregon State whose overall record is like 92 and 87. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Katie First Lady, quite the 24 hours for A.J. Lee. First, her man is a part of the USC family. And now, hashtag Diva of the Year. Congrats. Hashtag tweet the table. Yep. Is that all you got to say about that? Yeah. You're just going to, yep. 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 <laughs> I'm like the, I'm like the guy when the auctioneer who is you in this example yeah. is just going yeah, like, and then I help, just yep, yeah. help, help, help. 
What? 75, 75. Can I get 76? Can I get a 76 76? in the corner over here in the corner? Of the, 76, 76 over there in the guy with the sweater. Can I get 77? 77 over here for Tweet Tail. 77 over there to the guy with the ugly shirt. So, all right. Rated R says, man, maybe I got a future doctor here. And I kind of like nodded yeah, into yeah. it. Help. 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 Rated R says, man. Call it. <laughs> uh, found the name of the episode. Uh, <laughs> Rated R. Man, call the damn match. Who cares about jokes? Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, too I, many jokes I, right I, now. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. But there is too many. Too many. And they're seriously just, they're there to entertain each other. They're not even trying. They're just talking shit to each other. They're phoning it in and fucking with each other. Like, that's exactly what they're doing. They're like, oh, yeah, look, he, he fucking he kicked him in the dick. So did I tell you? Your mom's a whore. Like, that's all they're doing. Anyway. Double mm-hmm. A underscore. It's like this show. Double A underscore <laughs> W-I-R. <laughs> help, 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 help. Help. Going on, tweet the table now. Can I get an email? Can I get an email? Can I get a news in the first segment? Because we always do the news in the first segment. Double A underscore W-I-R. The biggest disappointment during the slammies. We got the return of the Cobra. He's not wearing a tux, hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, what's up with that? You got you to put a tux on the Cobra. Always. Come on. Come on. Situational awareness, yeah. Santino. I know you've been Come gone, on. but Jesus Christ. Yes. Come on. Cock! <laughs> That's uh, Chief of Contributors, COC. Mm, as always. The cock. Says, I used the term sting the mic back on today in radio class. Cheers. Hashtag tweet That's the table. another one. I love that. That's another one that yes. I hope catches sting on. Sting the mic on. Yeah. yeah. God, that would be yeah. amazing. What if it becomes like a, a big enough term that it's like a radio and production and movie production term? Yeah. Because it's not, you don't have to think sting. Screaming really loudly seems like you would be stinging the mic on like it's a shock, right? Right. Somebody said, hey, sting that mic on. Be like, what? Be like, ah, they're screaming to it. Sting it on. And they're like, ah! t- You know what I mean? And they sting the mic back on. Did I ever tell you the time <laughs> that uh, I worked in an Invicta show and it was for yeah. television? Uh-huh. And they said... Corey, who is a pro wrestling fan, which I found out later, but he said, hey, uh, and he was busy. He was doing like 90 million things. And he goes, hey, uh, T-Mac, real quick, can you go to gorilla position just for a minute? Uh-uh. Yeah. And I go, and well, here was the crazy thing. So we're both just running around yeah, yeah, trying to put busy, together the yeah. show. Yeah. Put the, together the show. So I go Yeah, yeah, you went him, there, yeah. And then he goes, how'd you know that this is it? And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I watch pro wrestling. I just assumed. He goes, no, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I didn't mean to say that. And as I walked away, I thought, well, that kid's not going to know where to go. Yeah, yeah. But when I came here and you were here, I just thought, what the hell? Yeah. And now it makes sense. And now me and Corey, good friends. Of course. Yep. That's great. Isn't that great? Wildman Luis. Wildman Wild Luis sends me a tweet and says, hey, I've been seeing you tweet the tables the last couple of weeks. You're not reading them. There's a picture of of uh, Hurricane Helmsley going, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. And, uh. Tried to figure it out. Thought maybe it was the settings thing, but you know what? Luis, wild man. We wild gotcha. man. We gotcha. Just in time because next week it's Rassle Roos presents Tweet the Table, and you can win some Rassle Roos. Come on. Woo! 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 You are on one right now. Don't I like make it. me take off my sport coat. Wild man Luis says So Miz is an A list actor. Does D now mean also mean A? Because if that's the case, I might get an A in my class this semester. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man. Katie First Lady, instead of chanting CM Punk, how about they chant UFC? 
I'm sure WWE wouldn't care, right? They're not competition, right? Hashtag tweet the table. That would be amazing. Ooh, yeah. See what they do about that. GBL 316, hashtag tweet the table, only a matter of time before Natalia suplexes Tyson Kidd off those turnbuckles. That would be cool. That's going to be great to see. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, he's all up in a... First of all, I love that. How he does that. Like he's I so, think he's the best he's, he's ever such been a right little, now. Yeah, he's just such a sleaze ball. Yeah. Going up, he's like, yeah, look at me. Look at me. And then he's just going to get suplexed hard. Mm-hmm. Belly to back. How awesome. This would actually make me uh, a natty fan. Mm-hmm. Do an intergender husband versus wife match. Oh, my God. They won't do that. They're not going to do that. They don't do yeah, no. violence. It would Especially be cool. with the NFL oh, problem yeah. right now. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is one of the uh-huh. times. This is one of the rare times. It's good that I'm not in control. Yeah. <laughs> rare though. Rare. It's just totally rare. Double A underscore W I R. Now that the Miz has won a Slammy Award, I can't wait to see Sandow stunt double Slammy. Hashtag to eat the table. It would be great if he has like just like a piece of foil crafted in the shape of a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> tin foil, or just one of those like fake bowling, like one of those fake trophies you could buy at like Walmart, like Dad of the Year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. WIR Cataclysmic Roman Reigns won Superstar of the Year. <laughs> Big fan, but come on now, should have gone to either Lesnar or Rollins. Hashtag tweet the table. Who would you have picked? Ah, we're going to yeah. do that in our thing. Kiwi Tuts. Our own award show. Kiwi Tuts. WWE. Harper versus Rowan on Raw is actually quite a big match. First one-on-one match between them ever. I'd promote that big time. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, it felt very just thrown together at the last minute. Yeah. I loved how they started the match, though. They they had a match as if it was a pay-per-view match that had a build. Right, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. thought credit to them. Yes. But again, like I've said all year, it feels like, amazing effort by the wrestlers. Yeah. Not so by the writers. No. But you know what? Who knows? This next pay-per-view, they could knock it out of the park. Yeah, it does leave a little bit to be desired. Yep. Yeah. Cock! Chief of Contributors, COC. Cock. Congrats to CM Punk at joining the sport at UFC. Go get him, buddy. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, you don't like that? You just shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Just don't even want to say anything. Yeah. No, no. Help! 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 Hey, on now. Wild Man Luis. Hashtag tweet the table. If Roman is chosen to be the face of the company, at least have it be where everyone is equal like the Austin era, not like the Cena era. <sighs> Welcome to the show, Wild Man Luis. Yes. Uh, I know you've probably been listening. Thank you. And you, you know the, the what T-Mac rants are. Yep. Because that breath signifies here comes the T-Mac rant. Uh, you know, not yet. Because <laughs> um, I want you to keep contributing. Yeah. <laughs> no. But no, in the Stone Cold era, he uh, would stun everyone. Yeah. Remember when he stunned Jeff it was, Jarrett? It was and then, as bad, if not worse, than the scene. Remember era. when he stunned Jeff Jarrett and then mocked his walk <laughs> yeah. out? And everyone was like, yeah, fuck <laughs> that guy. Fuck him. Yeah. Billy Gunn, after he left the New Age Outlaws, everyone shit on that guy. Remember Rock's biggest promo? Dear God. It's Billy. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Everyone shit on him. I there and there was many other Austin examples too. Was, Gilbert Austin did what I call the sting. Mm-hmm. 
There's a big melee. There's 20 guys in the ring. One guy comes in and kicks everybody's ass. Yep. Sting did that when he was going yep. through his NWO. Yeah. Sting did that. And Austin did Sting, that. Sting had a baseball bat. Right. <laughs> so Austin had bad knees in a fucking truck. <laughs> right. All right. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet table. I like the new red fest. Fest. Mm-hmm. I like the new red fest. Yep. Yep. Next up, real stuff. Hallmark of Sweets is hashtag tweet the table. I like the new red face paint on Cody Rhodes. Makes him look more vicious and maniacal. I like the red face paint on. I don't care anymore. I like that they're a tag team, and I like that they look like a tag team. Even though, you know, when you say Cody Rhodes and Goldust, they are legit brothers, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It still looks better as Stardust and Goldust. Stardust. But I'm over it. Mm. Now, if they do something with it, I'll like it. But right now, they're just... Hanging out. Cock! That's uh, the chief of contributors. <laughs> the COC, the cock, says, his Twitter name's at Real Stirk. If Jack Tunney is not the anonymous GM, then I'm out. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> See? Those are the kind of tweets that will be in contention. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one, cock. COC, chief of contributors. That's a good cock. Cock. <laughs> Dearmit PC. I thought Scott Steiner was coming out to interrupt Bray Wyatt when I heard that siren. Hashtag tweet the table. I still, from time to time, like if it's a big moment and like some surprise, like when Cesaro was uh, doing the Team Cena, Team Authority, Yeah, there was a split second where I was like, Scott Steiner? No. Oh, that's right. It's Cesaro. It's Cesaro, yeah. WIR Cannabis. I hope AJ Styles doesn't have to go to jail. But if he does, at least he has the Styles class to protect him. <laughs> Hashtag deadly move. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, you got to retire that. Yeah. Again, even if it's not your fault, other people can't do it. Yeah. It's time to let it go. It's such a cool looking move, though. It is it great. Sucks. Oh, I, and again, I've never taken the move. I've never taken any wrestling sure. move. You are but, leaving. But it feels like what you would have to do just Arch your fucking back. Yeah, head back. Out. Don't, yeah, put your head. The problem is it's the opposite right. of what they always tell you. Right. That's very true. Right. Yeah. But just if you're in this yeah. move. Well, see, so the worry is if that guy earlier in the match got dinged up a little bit, might have a slight concussion, he didn't yeah. tell you that, AJ doesn't know that. Right. Better not do the Styles Clash. Come on. Because this guy might, by muscle memory, think, yep. chin in. Tuck. Right. Got to Tuck. Wild man Luis. Any possibilities that Triple H is growing the tag team and and divas divisions? Jesus. And NXT so he can call them up all at once when he takes over? Hashtag tweet the table. It would be cool. Would be cool. I like the idea. Yeah, yeah. I I will always support forward thinking ideas. Yes. Forward original thinking ideas. Mm. Huh. Seemed like that was a loaded statement. (laughs) (laughs) Kiwi Tuts. I think I'd have to say the best part of Raw was Mick Foley's WWE shop promo as Santa. Hashtag perfect match. Hey, speaking of Santa, Christmas gifts, uh, Santa or St. Mick. Rassleroos. Well, yes, but you know what St. Mick was reading Hmm. when that segment opened? I do know what he was reading. What was he reading? 30 Years of WrestleMania by Brian Shields. Exactly. Three, Three awesome gift ideas for you or a pro wrestling fan in your family. Number one. The book, 30 Years of WrestleMania WrestleMania. by Brian Shields. By Brian Shields. Number two, and not in this order. It could be any order you want, but just here are three. Uh Number two, 
True Giants, the DVD featuring Rob Schamberger. Rob goddamn Schamberger. And three, underwear, wrestlerus.com from our good friend Jonathan Bowles. All three great ideas. Get one, two, or all three for you or someone in your family. It's seriously fucking amazing. You know what else you could do? What? Grab their phone or their iPod. Subscribe to the Spanish announce table for them. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. That's the gift that keeps on giving, motherfucker. Help. Hey. Help. And Help. if Help. you Help. get some extra money that you're going, I just don't have enough ideas to spend this money on. Give us a dollar. Give us a dollar. For Christmas. Thanks. Oh, I want a dollar in my PayPal for Christmas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> the chief of contributor is the COC, the cock. Mm-hmm. Says, fuck it, I take it back. If Mike Adam Lee is not the anonymous GM, then I'm out. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> if Mike Adam Lee is the anonymous GM, oh. Life God. would not be good for no. the listeners of this show. No. Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table. Reigns is superstar of the year. Name two big things he has done in 2014. Number one, eliminated the most people in the Royal Rumble ever. Number two, question mark. The Shield? The Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when they took out... Remember their two awesome feuds? I think people might forget this because it just didn't seem like it lasted as long as we wanted, but they had two amazing feuds, one with the Wyatt family and two with Evolution. That six-man tag... People were talking about being the the match of the year. Yeah. Yep. Dearmid, PC. What would Scott Steiner say about Wyatt? There he He's is. fat! Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> he is fat. He's fat! Fat asses! He's still a fat bastard! He's fat! WIR Cannabis, final one. What? Uh, never mind. WIR Cannabis, final one. <laughs> Sasha Banks is an anomaly. Her face... It's a two. Her body? It's a ten. And my penis? It's confused. <laughs> Hashtag tweet the table. That's a funny one, That's too. That's a good one, see? See? You might get some rassleroos to cover up that confused penis with tweets <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey! Help! It ain't done. What? We ain't done. We ain't done. We have, since we need to re-record every fucking thing, it seems like. Okay. Uh, we need to redo our... Uh, Picks. Picks. Because I'm whipping that ass. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I got the momentum. (laughs) All right. I got the overall scoreboard. Uh Uh-huh. I'm whipping that ass. Let's just go to WWE.com. I'm going to pull it up on my Samsung uh, shitty phone here. So you talk while I do that. Okay. Uh, Explain them the picks. The picks. So what we do is if you go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, you can see the scoreboard of the current round, uh, which is the second round, Mm -hmm. of our picks. What we do is... I'm winning this round. You're winning this round. I've won one round. One round. Uh, What we do... That's the shitty... Well... uh, That's the prequel to the shitty 12-round series. Right, yeah. One round with T-Mac. One round with (laughs) T-Mac. But we make picks. We can wager points if we feel there's going to be a run-in, a surprise, things of that nature. We can also... Exactly how the match is going to end. Yeah, we can also wager on how the match will end. 
and other things of that nature. Basically, we're just seeing who knows. Who's smarter. Or who can predict the average wrestling that we're getting right now better. And <laughs> apparently, hey, and I won the last one, which was Survivor Series. Yes, you did. I won that. Yes, you, you did. You tried to take it away from me. I did try to steal and it from And I said, nah, nah. I said, hey, 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 hey. And I said, hey. nah, nah. You said, help, help, help. So uh, that's what we did. All right. I'm trying to pull it up, trying to pull it up. It's not coming because their fucking mobile site sucks balls. Well, it doesn't suck balls. It sucks balls. T-Mac. It does not. Just be positive and patient. Fuck that. Just Balls. Know, no. Balls. Know, look, they're trying. Balls. Hey, hmm? you know who runs Help. their site? Who's Joe's Towns. So, you know, let's not be too hard on the guy. Balls. He sacrificed to give us entertainment in ECW. I have the list of matches. So give him one pass. All right, he gets a pass, but then it's balls, man. All okay. day, balls. Balls Mahoney. Balls. Mahoney. Balls. All right. T-Mac. Yep, let's just go Kicking right through this. New day of nope. Kofi. E. It's the E-Twins. Kofi and Big E versus Dusty's Dusts. Uh, Kofi spelled with an I. I have New Day. It's Kofi. But you can- Kofi and Big E take on Dusty's Dusts. New Day. New Day? Uh-huh. Yep, New Day. Uh, th- What's the other guy's name? Who's the third member? Of New Day? Consequences agreed. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say he interferes. Wagering a point. Really? Okay. I'm going all out. All right. I'll say New Day, but no I'll, wager. I'll give everyone kind of a uh, a fun fact is uh, when we did this the first time, I was playing conservative, and then I was kind of mad at myself after we were done. Now that I got a chance to re-record uh-huh. kind of the theme in uh-huh. some of these episodes or in uh-huh. some of these segments, I'm going all out. I'm going all out? Yep. Hip! Hip! All right, I'm going to say New Day, but no running. You pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's just going to sit there? In the match of the night, a stairs match featuring Eric Rowan and the Big Show, the genius Eric Rowan and the Big Show. Well, I'm still here. I'm still here. (laughs) My gimmick hasn't changed. Rowan versus the Big Show. Well, no, it keeps changing. That's well, his problem. No, it's the same it's, thing. He's the you same hate me. dude. Hate he's me. just like Living. either he's angry or he's. <laughs> I actually don't mind. I actually don't mind this. Hey, guys, I messed up. Would you stop booing me? I actually. Yeah, I like that too. This yeah. this heel turn. Like, hey, I I I took a bet on my family. All right, right. And I lost. Yeah, so Sorry. stop booing me. I don't mind this heel turn, Big Show, and I actually kind of like him saying like. Rowan is not in my league. Yeah. You know oh, he's like, look, kid. You know who I am and you know who you are? Yeah. I kind of right. like this big show. The problem look, is bro. it. Well, no, the thing is you. it kind of falls on deaf ears because he's done 900 yes. turns. Yeah, exactly. That's why it sucks. Yep. Uh, anyhow, I've got Rowan. Yeah, I've got Rowan also on that one because I just don't see how they're going to. They're not going to shit on Rowan like that. I just, maybe. I'll tell you after we're done with these picks what my hunch feeling is. Okay. Yeah. Because hmm. I won't. I'm still going to play it safe in some spots, and this is one of them. Oh, I think it is what you said last time when we recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still behind that. All right, let's talk about a U.S. title match. Rusev, Rusev versus Rusev, Swags. Rusev, Rusev. Rusev. Not Rusev. Swags? No. 
I think it would be awesome if uh, not Jackie Swags. I think it'd be great if Zeb Coulter turns on Swagger. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? Oh, they're not gonna do that. Uh, Swagger can barely make four sentences. Uh, yeah, you think yeah, they're gonna leave him by himself? But it would be to help Rusev more than it would yeah, be to, exactly. to, to, to Swags, and he's already got enough enhancement right. talent. So, so Rusev over Swags? Yeah, it absolutely has to be. Swagger's not winning this. I mean, come on. It's fucking Jack Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> Chairs match. Ryback versus Kane. Ryback. Winner is the first one to sit in a chair. <laughs> what if that was the match? They had it up at the top, and they just wrestled to be the first one to sit in a chair. That, I mean, look, you can make an entertaining match of that. <laughs> so here's the thing. You give that to Shawn Michaels. And Eddie Guerrero <laughs> make a fucking classic that we're talking about to this day. <laughs> but you give it to fucking Ryback and Kane? Eh. Kane can still do something with it. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all it's all in how you do it. That would be a funny it's match. All in how you, yeah. First one to sit and like some guy's getting cocky because he's got the guy beat up and he starts yeah. to sit down and somebody comes from behind and pulls it out. Pulls it out, Pulls it out, he falls on the ground. <laughs> Yes, Divas title match. Nikki Bella versus AJ. Wait a minute, no, we got to talk about the chairs match. We didn't say it. I said Ryback. Oh, who is it? Ryback and Kane. Oh, Ryback. <laughs> I didn't pick. <laughs> I just love how you're like, oh, okay. oh yeah, Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit, yeah. it's fucking Jack Swagger. All right. <laughs> The Divas title match, Nikki Bella versus AJ Lee. Nikki Bella is winning this, and I am going to enter a run-in of the Brie Bella. On, she's going to run in to benefit Nikki Bella. I think Nikki just wins. You think Nikki just wins? Yeah. She's a winner. Ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Dolph Ziggler versus Luke Harper. See... I know. I, I, I don't see them taking the belt off of Harper, but I, I just don't see him winning a ladder match. And that's why I think maybe Rowan gets involved because I think maybe mm-hmm. Luke Harper gets involved in his match and then later in the night. And that we don't know the exact order. That's why it's difficult. Oh, I know, yeah. Because if – Yeah, if you could tell me the order of the matches, I could pick this a lot better. Right. Because then if Rowan's match is first, I think Harper interferes, yeah. mm-hmm. costs Rowan the match, yeah. which then later Rowan interferes in Harper's match. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler becomes champ, and then you get your feud of what we want of the Wyatt members against each other. However, I don't know, so I'm just going to say uh-huh. I'm going to say Dolph Ziggler. Wins the title. Yeah, because I think the reason they took it off of um no – Shit. I think right now Harper needs it more. No, he doesn't. He can feud with Rowan, and there Rowan, you go. Yeah. What is Ziggler going to mm. do if he loses? Where does he uh, go? Yeah, and he true. just got the sole survivor. Which seems like they, out of everything that they so booked well, that kind of seems like they were like, yes, let's do that. Nobody's expecting that. They're like, sweet. What's next? And they're like, yeah. Oh, get out of here, kid. We use you. We got what we needed out of you. Right. That's why I just yeah. don't know. I, I'm going to say Dolph Ziggler wins the title match because. Uh, no, I'll just say Dolph Ziggler wins it. I won't wager because I feel like that would be stealing from you because you said it first. Okay. I'm going to be nice. Okay. So what are you saying? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler because of a row and running? Are you no, wagering that? No, no. Okay. 
Or is it Harper? Give me a final answer and we'll move on. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. I'll say it makes sense for Ziggler. 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 I'm saying Ziggler. No wager. No wager. The tag team title match of the Usos and Miz and Miz Dow. All right. This is where I played it conservative. Not doing it again. I've got Miz and Miz Dow, and I'm wagering a point saying that Naomi gets involved. Okay. I thought you did say that last time. Oh, did I? Uh, I think maybe you went over it in your mind. Right. Yeah, Miz and Miz Dow win, but I'm not wagering that point because they're going to win. Uh, that's a no-brainer. Two matches left. Tables match. Cena said, and Rollins. You said that like the Mountie. Two matches. Take a shot. I made a reference of that damn yeah. show. Tables match. Cena versus Rollins. I got Rollins winning this. What? No. Tables match. Rollins wins. So Cena loses his number one contendership? Yes. Yes. So then who would face Brock Because I think Brock they want to back out of it. I think they're like, we're not going to do this again. Then who would face Brock Lesnar? Randy Orton. How? Mm. He just shows up? Yeah. What up? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Nope. Nope. Brock Lesnar is mine tonight. Nope. Uh, wagering another point. Okay. I'm all about the points yeah. tonight. Because you know I'm all about them points. I almost threw this at you. About them points. I have a drink in my hand. I almost threw it at you. Don't ever do that. No again. wagers. Stop it. All about them points. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, I say uh-huh. Cena wins. Uh-huh. Wagering a point. Uh-huh. Point. Porn. Wagering a porn. Yeah, wagering yeah, some porn. put a porn down on this. <laughs> okay. This is big time. <laughs> the biggest bet we made is wagering a porn. I've got Randy Orton interferes. Okay. <laughs> Cost Seth Rollins a okay. match. And then they'll have a Rollins-Orton yep. feud, which they didn't really have yet. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's a good pick. Final TLC, Ambrose versus Wyatt. Now, it's the TLC match. The only TLC match. Are they going to make that the – no, they're going to end with – Cena. Cena and Rollins, aren't they? How do you not end the show with your namesake match? There's a lot of questions. You don't do Hell in a Cell and have a match after the Hell in a Cell, do you? Yeah, they did it. What'd they do? How'd they do that? Remember Cena and Orton went on at the middle, and then they had another match? Well, they had two Hell in a Cells. Then. Right, but yes. yeah. Yeah. But if you have one Hell in a Cell, oh, yeah. you do Hell in a Cell, and then like, hey, we got one more match. Uh, Wait a minute. Yeah, they did. Remember they did. Undertaker Mankind? The main event was... That was a Hell in a Cell. That's not when it was the Hell in a Cell. Oh, pay-per-view. okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. TLC match. Ambrose versus Wyatt. I'm going to say Ambrose wins this, but I feel like that could go either way. I'll say Ambrose as well. Poor Wyatt. Is he ever going to come out on top on a feud? He's a heel. Why does he have to? Because you got to get one or two of them to be believable. Nah, mm. not like No. No. What'd you say off air? Who cares about wins and losses? No, 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 Listen, you've got to get one or two. I'm saying, like, you don't have to, like, oh, he can he can never lose. Like, it's not the Cena effect, like, oh, he's been losing too much. No, it's, like, you can't, he's not won any major feud. Who cares if next guy feuds with him? I'll be like, well, I can tell you who fucking wins this. Jericho. <laughs> Did he win that? Yes. No. <laughs> he sucked. Yeah. I don't know. Did anybody win it? Both were losers in life. From that feud. Wasn't a, wasn't as good as it could have been. No. 
<laughs> Not even close. All right, we'll see. TLC, nine matches announced already for this card. I like that's, that. That's rare. Very. We'll see how many they add, because normally they add two or three or seven. Mm-hmm. But that was it, man. I, I Come back. We'll do the emails, but we already did them, so it might sound weird and out of funk and who the hell knows. But, hey, man, we did them. So we're going to leave you now. We're out of But here. we will be back for your listening pleasure on Tweet the Tape. Well, on the emails. Mm-hmm. On the Spanish announce table. You know where that's at? Where? SpanishNounceTable.net and Hong Kong has more Rolls Royces per person than anywhere else in the world. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com Sports fans, want to talk about sports? Check out 44 Sports on the Heavy Hitter Network. Is where we talk about the latest in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball. We will have sports trivia and be fan interactive. So subscribe to the Heavy Hitter Network on iTunes, Google Play, or other platforms. Or go to heavyhitternetwork.com. Can you go 444? Subscribe and download 44 Sports on the Heavy Hitter Network and find out. Yeah. Hey, let's get right into it. Right into it. To the because emails. We're, nope. We're going to get into a quick plug. Quick plug. Because next Cheap week. plug next week. Rassleroos.com presents. Rassleroos. <laughs> I know if you're going to keep going. Nope. Rassleroos.com presents. Hashtag tweet the table. Myself and Captain Awesome will be picking the best. Hashtag tweet the table next week. The winner gets a free Three pack of Rassleroos underwear, free ninety nine, courtesy of CEO Jonathan Bowles. Man, also Solid it dude. is Christmas time, so let's plug some other great stuff. RobShamburger.com. Also get the DVD that features Rob Shamburger. I almost said RobShamburger.com. Yeah. Rob Shamburger, uh, the Giants, the twenty best yes. big men in WWE history. It's, also, we've got the book Thirty Years of WrestleMania by yes. Brian Shields. Get, get all that. three. God dang it. And uh, we had Heavy Scent in the studio with us. Mm-hmm. Check out his podcast. Come on. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Just check it out. NFL Easy Picks. Yep. Anything goes. Anything goes. Various other shows on his site there. That we have not been a part of. But We have not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. He's been a part of ours. Been mm-hmm. on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're invited. I picked him up. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ass, gas, or grass. <laughs> right. No grass for free, right? Yeah. Let's just get into the emails. T Mac R. You ready? We always start with GBL. Well, we always do these emails. Right? No, we no. always start with Cata- oh, Cataclysmic. Motherfucking Clismic. Clismic. And you know what he says. He says, he says words. Hey yo. Time for the emails. Let's do this. What's up, Mr. Positivity T Mac and oh Captain, my Captain Awesome. It's Cata! So I'm looking at the card for TLC and stairs, and I must say it looks pretty decent. NXT Revolution has a run for its money. Anyways, this week I wanted to talk CM 
Punk in UFC. But I don't need any more negativity spread, so I want to talk about something that just baffles my mind. Mm -hmm. Last week, Steve Austin did a podcast exclusively on the WWE Network with Mr. McMahon. Mm -hmm. Except it's not exclusive as he released the audio on iTunes through his usual Steve Austin show, Family Friendly Feed, a few days ago. Stop. The reason why it's exclusive is because the video content of that interview is only on the network. Do you guys think this was a little silly? If I hadn't subscribed to the network and wanted to just to hear this podcast, then I would have wasted my money when I could have waited a week and got it free. I just think it should have stayed on the network, and that's it. Get more subscribers. I agree, but I also see Steve Austin's point where it's like, hey, you want to re-listen to that? Come to my podcast. Because at the end of the day, Stone Cold doesn't care about their numbers. He cares about his numbers. And he had an interview with Vince McMahon, Mm -hmm. so he's going to work it on to get on his show. The exclusive part is the video content. A lot of people, obviously movies are way more popular than almost every yeah, other mm-hmm. type of media. Well, the video of yeah. Vince McMahon saying, no, it's my network, we're going to add 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get that same effect by listening to it. And it's just, yeah, you could have waited a day, but you would have heard everything that already right, was on yeah. it through the Twitter sphere. And Cataclysmic, he is very behind the CM Punk going to the UFC. And good mm-hmm. for him, as I mentioned. I'm still trying to stay positive. Great idea for CM Punk. Your approach to it, or if you approach them and they say yes, good for you. My thing is the sport is... Sport of UFC. Doesn't add legitimacy. Yeah. And then it would just become celebrity boxing. Yes. Why don't you just fight the... Celebrity boxing. Right. Just have them... Celebrity death match. Yeah. Let's have them fight the Green Power Ranger. Says, you might have tweeted me a response already before you read this, but I'm just wondering why your guys' website is down. That's fixed. Did you even (laughs) know it's down? Uh, I didn't know it was down. I was... Arguing over what? Not necessarily arguing, but just trying to work out the deal with iPage. iPage is a cocksucker. Yeah, they are not the now, ch- chief of contributors. Yeah, no, a real yeah, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tunes Brian did the blogger page for us. That is what SpanishNowsTable.net now points to, and I paid iPage for the right to use that domain, but they wanted to steal more money from me to actually host it. And I said, Ah, well, I don't host it there now. I just use it to point. So we have a free domain parking account. But we still pay for the. They're domain. assholes. They're assholes. Mm. If iPage yeah. was a person, I'd punch him in the throat. Punch him in the throat. I wanted to get on there and click that shiny WWE shop tab on the homepage and purchase the 30 Years of WrestleMania book, but I couldn't. Oh, well. Now you can. Now you can. And anytime, if SpanishAnnounceTable.net is down, you can go to SpanishAnnounceTableWrestlingBlog.blogspot.com. Say that 10 times yep. drunk. That's why I choose to keep <laughs> SpanishNowTable.net and point to uh-huh. SpanishNowTableWrestlingBlog.blogspot.com. Come on. Also, wondering what the plan is for the podcast over the Christmas and New Year holidays. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Have a great week, gents. Kata! Out. We haven't exactly discussed the plans yet. Last year, those uh, days fell, well, it was the Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve fell exactly on our recording date. Right. So. We worked out something around that. I can't remember exactly what, but I don't know. We'll figure that out. I think we're going to kind of do the same format as far as a best of and then a recap of. Yeah, we did short formats. It'll be off format. Also some resolutions. Yeah, yeah, the New Year's resolutions. Uh, positive patient. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we're going to stay positive, and we're going to do some good content because you guys deserve it. Some of you. All of you. (laughs) Katie, the first lady. That's going to make me think of shit now. <laughs> hey, boys. What's up? Well. The Slammies are over and the TLC is Sunday. Are you looking forward to it? I am. I think those are going to be some genuinely good matches. And I'm very much looking forward to the TLC match with Wyatt and Ambrose. The latter match was Ziggler and Harper and, of course, 
the main event with Rollins and Cena in a tables match. Some quick NXT next special on the network. If this week is good to see Charlotte on Raw, do you think that she'll be full-time? Should she lose her title? What about Sami Zayn? Should he lose? Chris Jericho is hosting Raw next week, and Brock Lesnar scheduled to be back to build up the Royal Rumble thoughts. Was anybody else surprised that Roman Reigns won Superstar of the Year? Oh, and by the way, this week officially makes one year since I started contributing to the Spanish announce table. Hey! hey. I'm sure you guys loved me ever since. Let's keep it going every year. Much continued, as always, later, Katie the first lady i like that thank you yes god damn it we're still doing this shit one year baby later from pamela marie snyder pms (laughs) yes i forgot so fill in the listeners that weren't around oh i came up with a stupid ass character A female wrestler. A female wrestler where she's she's a baby face three weeks out of the month, but one one week week, she just goes full heel. heel. And much like MVP was Montavious, what is it, uh, Montel? Yeah, Von Porter or whatever. Oh, my God, I forgot about PMS. (laughs) She was Pamela Marie Snyder, PMS. Ah! Yeah? That's great. Right? I love it. I love it. Boy, Katie was all over the place in this email. That's a lot of stuff. Um, Let me just go. TLC, you looking forward to it overall? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to mostly about it? Uh, I'm honestly looking forward to Seth Rollins and yeah, John Cena. me too. Because I want to see I want, what they do with that. I want Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt to steal the show, but I feel like their match will, but the storyline won't yeah. go anywhere. Charlotte going full-time Raw? No. No? If she does, she'll lose the title. Right. Yeah, that's how they do that. Sami Zayn, I think, is going heel. Mm, I think so, huh? I'm staying on NXT for a little mm, bit. I like that. Chris Jericho is hosting Raw next week, and Brock Lesnar scheduled to be back to build up the Royal Rumble. Your thoughts? Jericho, I don't care. Yeah, um, I don't care either. And Brock Lesnar, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yeah. In fact, let's do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, surprised Roman Reigns got Superstar of the Year? Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I, sh- I was like, uh, of course. I thought they would go Seth Rollins so that Seth Rollins could go more heel promo, mm, give him like more it, mic time. Yeah, like That's that, what I like thought that. they would do. Katie. Katie. One, one year. year. Thank you so much. Wow. PMS. Keep reminding honestly, me of that, too, because I, I always forget about it. I honestly thought she wouldn't stick around because I, I thought she would just get yeah, offended by yeah. at this point. Katie, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stop doing the PMS. Or the PS. The PS. Yeah. Keep doing the PMS. Hey, you. (laughs) Stop PMSing over there. Yeah, Stop doing the PS. (laughs) Hallmark. Buenos dias, Captain and Tennille E. Fleetwood T Mac. Mm -hmm. Soy yo. Your least favorite contributor, Hallmark, back up in this piece. Come on. So, Roman Reigns is the superstar of the year. What has he even done in 2014? Name two big things he has accomplished except eliminating 12 men in the Royal Rumble. I think that was your uh, yeah. tweet table. Well, well, so he said except in this part. So we we determined the shield was a major portion of what he'd done. Mm-hmm. So the give shield. Me, give me a second thing so besides the, the shield Rumble. taking out evolution. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing that he did was... He did a promo with John Cena and got more cheers than John Cena. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And they said, yeah. well, that guy can get yeah, some merchandise I, sales. I think we're in in the same mind frame that that was a joke, that they named him Superstar of the Year. That's all propaganda. All of them were jokes. That's all. Yeah. If anybody 
is upset about the jokes that the Slammies were, you haven't been paying attention. If you want a real award show, right here, Spanish Announce Table, here in a couple weeks or maybe next week, mm-hmm. we're going to give you a hell of an award show yep. that is official, that is the voice of Captain Awesome and me. Yeah. As you can probably tell, he would not have even been my pick for that Slammy, but now I pose the question to you. Whom would you put as the superstar of the year if you had to exclude all the wrestlers that were nominated for it? I think I'd have to go with Ziggler on that one. Mm. Eso es todo para mi esta semana. Hallmark afuera. Gordita. Gordita. I don't know what he said. Gordita. Chalupa. <laughs> spaghetti? <laughs> spaghetti, yeah. Fettuccine? <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Remember the show? Yeah, of course. One of the best episodes ever was okay. uh, the Spanish teacher. They're laughing in the back of the room. He's like, God damn it. You kids have been in this class an entire year, and you don't even know one word of Spanish. You give me one word of Spanish now, or I'm kicking you out here. And they're like, uh, sp- spaghetti? And he's like, spaghetti? That's Italian, you morons. <laughs> it was the uh, PT teacher, the guy that always get red in the face. Yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. Let me hold on one second. Oh. All right, so let's see here. Let's move on. Hallmark, though. Oh, we didn't answer his question, dude. Uh, who would who I would pick? You put in if you couldn't pick from the people they nominated? I forget exactly who they nominated, but Ziggler's a good one. Ziggler, yeah. Yeah. I would. Mizdow? Ziggler or Rusev? <laughs> Rusev is a good choice. Ziggler or Rusev? That's who I'd pick. Rusev is definitely a good choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or unless I, well, he wasn't nominated, was he? S- Rusev? Probably not. I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't remember. But Hornswoggle, if- definitely up there. Kali? Mm-hmm. You're the shits. You're the shits. <laughs> and hey. Anderson. Anderson. Are you awake over there? Yeah, I'm just waiting yeah. for you. To Hello, awesome one. T Mac. No. The Slammy Awards were on hiatus from 1997 to 2008. There was never Slammy for Superstar of the Year until it was restarted in 2008. Every superstar that has gone on to win that award since 2009 has proceeded to battle for the WWE Championship at the following WrestleMania. The only person to win the award and not battle for the championship was the first winner in 2008, Chris Jericho, who instead defeating three WWE legends in Roddy Piper, Ricky Steamboat, and Jimmy Snuka at WrestleMania 25. And what a great match for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. I mean, man. And then he did an awesome match with them on Monday Night Raw, yes. I think. Yeah. Can still go. Yeah. In 2009, John Cena went on to WrestleMania 26 and defeated Batista by submission. 2010, John Cena went on to WrestleMania 27 to take on The Miz for the WWE title. 2011, CM Punk went on to WrestleMania 28 to retain his WWE title against Chris Jericho. 2012, John Cena went on to WrestleMania 29 to win at uh, uh, to win a, the WWE title against The Rock. Excuse me. In 2013, Daniel Bryan went on to defeat Triple H to go to the main event to take on Randy Orton and Batista and made Batista tap out by submission to win the WWE title. At WrestleMania 30, everyone except John Cena in WrestleMania 27 and ended up winning or retaining the WWE Championship. Do you see Roman Reigns continuing this streak and at least facing the champ 
at WrestleMania. Thank you for reading my email, and that has been my nickel. Nickel. Uh, great research. Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Great research. Great research. I, I still feel that their number one option is Daniel Bryan. I still feel that Make way. that, huh? Yep. I still feel like if he's healthy, and, and this is a miracle shot because it's almost getting too late to do anything, you know what I mean? Because January and WrestleMania season. Although we always say that like WrestleMania season starts with Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. but lately not really. Yeah. They start with the – what's the pay-per-view after the Royal Rumble? It is – What's that one? Uh, Whatever that is. It's um, – I don't know. I forget. Anyhow, it's that one. Now they're starting it with that one, it feels like. What is it? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. You know what it is. I don't. Just think. I don't want to. Just think. It's past midnight. I don't want to think. I just want to talk. It is after Royal Rumble. It is. Fastlane. Fastlane. It was something else. Uh, It was the chamber. Elimination chamber. It was the elimination chamber. Both crappy. Yeah. But it's usually starting now with that. Um, So who knows? But if it's not Daniel Bryan, if he's not healthy, then yes, I think it's Roman Reigns. God, I hope not. I'm just not sold on him yet. I see what they see and what they envision, and I totally get why they would want to pump that gravy train. I think they're going to ruin him by making him too much like Cena. I think you make him cool as shit. Yeah. That's him. him. Let him be who he is. Yeah, let him be... Fucking, yeah, whatever, man. All right. Andy Anderson, damn good research, though. Very good. And great articles on SpanishNoundStable.net. That's not Andy Anderson. That is. DRG. Same thing. Not the same thing, (laughs) oddly enough. I'm kidding. Yeah. We've got one from a heavy set. Why? Why? (laughs) Because he's a contributor. Why him? (laughs) He says... What's up? Bad asses. Suck it, T-Mac. Hashtag never give up. Heavy set. <laughs> what a funny guy. Oh, and then the fucking P.S. Were still T-Mac there. is the fat friend of the Spanish announce table. No, I don't like anyone. P-P-S. Good, I'm talking through it. Nope. Get 30 years of WrestleMania. UFC. And you should get Wrestle Ruse. UFC is the greatest sport in the world after pro wrestling in the NFL. <laughs> It's just the dumbest. <laughs> it's just the dumbest. I don't know, man. I agree with him. It's it's up there. Maybe not the greatest sport, but certainly second greatest sport behind pro wrestling. And you know what? I, I would go pro wrestling is the greatest sport ever. NFL is the second greatest sport. Uh, and then uh, NCAA might be the third greatest sport. Actually, I might put NCAA second. And then UFC as, as a sport. Just... Right underneath the bottom. Hope of Hope you trip upstairs and get bad credit. Get bad credit. All right. We'll move on. Heavy set. Thanks I for hope you guys go show. see your favorite band in concert and they don't play any of your favorite songs. Yeah. They just play stuff off the new album. Yeah. Or do a jam session jam with the session. opening act. Yeah. yeah. I hope in the morning when you guys take a shower, the shower curtain gets stuck to your leg and by the time you get it off, the hot water runs out and then you're not clean the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I hope you burn your mouth eating your food too soon. You know, the the hipster 
burn his mouth on the soup. Yeah, because he ate it before it was cool. Ate it before it was cool. Yeah. GBL. GBL. What's up, Captain Awesome Sauce and T to the Mac and Cheese Squared? Hey, hey. PGBL checking in for this week's podcast. Unpgbl just ran off. He was pissed off. Yeah, he got he pissed. finally got so pissed that he just. And I relate right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, love to leave. Pgbl <laughs> checking back in this week's podcast with some thoughts and questions for the week that was wrestling. I'm tired. Firstly, I haven't listened to the second CM Punk podcast with Colt Cabana, but I saw the UFC interview Punk did. A question for you both. Okay. But T Mac, especially since you are involved in the MMA world. Do you think it's a legit thing that Punk will fight? Yes. The more I think about it, the more I think it's a publicity stunt and Punk will struggle to hold up physically to the the excuse me, the demands of preparing for an MMA fight. Thoughts, gents? I think he fights in November. I think he fights in Chicago. I think he fights a guy who's two and one. And I think he loses in three minutes. That's all just a hunch. Hmm. No basis of reality. Yeah, and I don't know because I'm not you know, I in hope, the world of it. I hope if he goes to American Top Team down in the Coconut Creek and literally just works with Robbie Lawler, who won the title that night, which if you guys – this is my biggest hope with all you nerds that are going to watch – Nerds. Yeah, that are going to watch the sport of UFC. Yeah, the sport of UFC. Fucking uh-huh. retards. But <laughs> my hope is that CM Punk is put on a card – with someone like Demetrius Johnson, Tim Elliott, uh, Robbie Lawler, Carlos Condit, one of these guys, and that you become a fan of another guy because you're going to sit through three fights to get to the co-main event that is CM Punk. That's my hope with this whole thing Mm. as an MMA fan. Yeah. Because, God, it's so great. But that's my opinion again. Uh, But I think that's what will happen. All right, he says, and finally, what are your thoughts on this? And he sends a link. Okay. Okay. And it says, apparently... If you create and upload Chris Benoit to WWE 2K15, you will be banned from playing online. <laughs> Yet you still have all his moves and taunts in the create a wrestler mode, etc. Is this an overreaction or justified? I can see both sides, but I think it's kind of lame. Well, that's my time for this week, and that has been my ni- Oh, wait, that's not my catchphrase. <laughs> Let me try again. Kata out! No, no, that's not it either. Huh. This this load has been delivered and it's on to the Ew, yuck, that's definitely not it. Oh well, keep up the amazing podcastry that you provide each and every week. Love your work. Later, Jeebs. That's great. That's good stuff. <laughs> that was a good way to end. Yeah. Uh God, is that really true? They're gonna ban you from online that's... play from Okay. That's the stupidest thing ever. Fact checking, because I can't remember because it's past midnight and I'm very tired. That's mm. why I confused our contributors. And again, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I genuinely am. I'm, I really just saw like the D and I was like, oh. Double A. Yeah, double A. So that's why. And again, apologize. Uh-huh. It's all letters. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. I don't know these words. You're the shit. <laughs> You're the shit. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> I remember. I'm so tired. The Chris Benoit getting oh, banned if you upload. How long ago did it happen? Was it 2006? God, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was two. It was before 2007 for sure. 2006. Wasn't it? Or was that? Did it happen when I was in? 2006, seven, eight at the worst. Let's get past it. I'm tired of like, for example, fun facts about 2007. Fun facts about Netflix is it has titles by the WWE that aren't on the network. Right. That I think is just hilarious. Yes. 
One of which is Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Right? They got all of his WrestleMania matches except for one. What? Yeah. Guess which one? WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. That's a great fucking match. Every match with Shawn Michaels right. is essentially a great fucking match. But, but can that, we just yeah. acknowledge that he did amazing he work lived and, and he existed. did a fucking horrible thing once yeah. that wasn't on TV? The problem is that I don't think they didn't organically say nobody ever talked about Chris Benoit. It was they got so much shit that it was like, fuck it. If they're going to overreact, we're just not fucking doing it. I just think it's stupid. It Get is, but over now it. I don't think now nobody's overreacting. Other than your outside fringe groups that will always find something to bitch at you about. You know what I mean? At the time, I see why they were like, till this blows over, nobody fucking say. It's blown anybody over. Anybody named Chris, you don't even fucking talk about Yeah, him. no masters. No Chris no Jericho, nothing, yeah. no masters. Yeah. You're all fucked. Yeah. I just think it's time now. Let's get over it. Yeah. Move the fuck on. Right? Because what you do by covering it up is making it into a story like this. Yes, exactly. Now you're bringing more attention to right. it by trying to avoid it. Stop right. fucking doing it. Emails. Good emails. I really like that heavy set email. I didn't. Mm. Shocking. <laughs> All right, man. I like heavy set, though. Yeah, he's a good dude. Great guy. I'd give him a ride. Yeah. 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 That's very, very generous of you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give rides to everyone. You don't, no. no. Hey, listen, big show this week, and we're going to come back next week. It's going to be hard to top this week, man. Right. But you should still listen anyway, because why? Because of WrestleRoos.com presents hashtag tweet the, the, the table. table. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you don't know what that means, rewind and listen, because you clearly weren't paying attention. Yes. We're going to come back next week for Spanish Announce Table, episode 70, goddamn three. Wow. When we return next week, Spanish Announce Table on SpanishNounceTable.net and December 8th is Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day. Hmm. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Yeah, and then I just, yep, 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 yep,